Hello friends, how's it going? My name's Matt Barr and you are listening to the by now traditional and dare I say it, much loved Looking Sideways Action Sports podcast Christmas special 2021 and it very much is definitely a Christmas tradition in Looking Sideways world and as part of that, as usual, I was joined by my two old pals Tim and Gendel for our fourth mince pie, secret Santa, and uh, yep, booze-filled Yuletide jamboree, I'm going to call it. Now, if you've listened to any of these episodes before, you're going to have a bit of an idea what to expect. Although this year, I'm happy to report we did manage to juggle schedules and work around incoming lockdowns and COVID restrictions to do this one in person. Tim and Gendel had a famous first words gig on in London about 10 days before Christmas, so I packed the podcast kit, donned the mask, jumped on the train and headed on up to the Big Smoke to record this episode. So before we jump in, some context, in case this is your first time listening to the Christmas special or indeed you don't know Tim and Gendel, they are two of my oldest mates, they're two of the best loved and most influential presences in British snowboarding as filmmakers, presenters and of course snowboarders. Their run of UK snowboard films as lockdown projects really define the spirit of British snowboarding for a good decade and a half um, and they're basically a complete pair of legends which is why I've been asking them to come on the show each December for what is an increasingly free form yet structured if there can be such a thing festive special. Now this year's show took the usual format and ran with it so expect a Christmas quiz, secret Santa gift exchanges, the three of us getting steadily more pissed the boys turning the table on me and asking me a few questions and so on. It's a really good one, this. Great doing it in person once again after a break for a couple of years. And um, huge thanks to Tim and Gendel for making the effort to do it, basically. I'll be back at the end with a special festive housekeeping corner. But in the meantime, here's me, Timo and Gendel. Enjoy. We're talking, aren't we? Mm. So, are we rolling now? We're rolling. This is it, yeah. Hello, check you got one, your, check two. You got Hang your quiz going. You got Hang any on. questions, Timo? Timo, yeah, go, go, go. I've go. got my questions. There we I've go. Got there them. we go. There there's go. my, there's my level. How's that? Probably be a bit louder. Are you hearing that music, Matty? Yeah, but I'm not bothered about that. Okay. Um, yeah, I've just never tested positive, and I don't really understand how that can be possible. Really, Do you go deep with your nose. Uh, <laughs> Do you, go, do you go deep or are you just a little, a little nostril tickler? I, I, I go the required um, insertion. You feel, you feel resistance? I, I feel resistance. Unbelievable. And um, I usually gag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on your nose? Down your nose? No, on the throat, actually. On oh, the throat. Yeah. Uh, so Ren loves doing it. She loves self-administering the, the nasal swab. Sonny won't go anywhere near it. We have to sneak up on him like a cat and grab him. So this morning, I was I pinned Sonny to the stairs. So because uh, there's been about six or seven cases of COVID in both Sonny and Ren's classes at school. Right. Ren went off to watch Peter Pan today at the theatre, and uh, we were like, "Well, why we?" T-? Ren's like, "Watch this. Watch how good I am." So she does it. She loves it. She's a bit. She's a bit of a masochist like that. Right. Uh, and then, but Sonny, we had to pin him down to test him. 
right. screamed the whole way. It was literally like giving him a tattoo against his will. You need to go a bit. Come on, you need to you, come closer. Come on, you're oh, sorry. I'm normally louder. Your so. mic protocol should be better than this, Tim. Oh, I'm on. I'm normally louder, but I was being a bit quiet because I thought I was too loud. No, you're all right. How's that? That's good. All That's right. good. Have you seen talking about Peter Pan stage? Have you seen the video on the internet of the kids play where it's Peter Pan <laughs> and someone's decided to have wires, have kids on wires, no. flying in and out of windows? <laughs> but the no. outtakes, it's just it's just outtakes of kids being swung into like walls of the set. <laughs> it's it's the funniest thing. Is like if if there's a movie that would be the best scene in it of like so you'd suddenly go. Oh, it's that Peter Pan coming to the window and he'll swing him in so fast. And then not, not only come through the window, but he'll go past the window and hit the wall inside the house. It's so good. I haven't seen it. It's funny. I haven't I'm seen it. After. That's not a good podcast chat, though, isn't it? Talking about funny videos. Well, I mean. Go and Google it, people. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Googling, I, do, I probably should Google like how long COVID lives on microphones. Yeah, you haven't watched these, have you? Well, who had who had this one last? Um, was it Top did, Secret? Has it been released? It's not been released. The last live one I did was with Sam Bleakley, who's a surfer from Cornwall. Yes, that was about three weeks ago. So, Hi, Sam. Um, I think smells of Sam. Sam did actually message me saying he was quite ill. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Seriously, Which, I thought he was sick. Hang on, on. It lives on metal. It lives on metal the longest, but it's still not days. It's like hours. What about yeah. foam? How long does it live on a foam moth mic? On, uh, on, a, on a, what are they called, these things? Yeah, anyway, we'll be all Pop right. Pop shield. Pop, Pop shield. shield. But how do we know? Because I've got one. How do we know it was that mic and not this no, one? You, it's 50-50, no, isn't you it? you didn't hear what I just said. It mm. lives on metal the longest out yeah. of all the substances. And it's even then on metal, it's only a couple of hours. Oh. So we're fine. So we're anyway. fine. They're like sterilized on their own. I think we're. I think we're good. So how are you boys? We did it. We managed to sort this out because it's been. It's been a lot of back and forth. I kind of forced you to do it in person. It's better in person. It's better it? in person. It's. Be- I mean, the one Everything's we did. Better the one person. we did last year. I, I mean, that was like three <laughs> three hours long. <laughs> oh, man, we and I don't remember these. like the last hour and a half of it. I mean, I remember leaving. we were definitely I, no, I very pissed. We yeah. sat down to watch a bit of the United game. Weren't you United? No, that playing? wasn't that one, wasn't it? That was, that was two years ago. Person. That was two years ago. Last, that was it, last that year was, it was on Zoom. That was it. Like, oh, it was on Zoom. Last year was using your fancy BBC. That never worked. I think it worked all right, but basically... I was in my shed and it was quite late at night if I remember rightly. Yeah. And I was hammered. Knocking back craft beers, <laughs> every craft beer, different craft beer you had. Well, pretty much yeah. that, that podcast made you have a year off booze, didn't it, pretty much? I did end up having... No, that... Was that the year before? No, no, I booze? had six months off booze, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm back. I'm back. back. On it. <laughs> Cheers. Six pound Guinness. Cheers. Six pound 25 Guinness. Welcome to West London. Merry Christmas. So you've got a gig tonight. Yes, we um, we're at the Prince Pub in um, West Brompton, which is why the pint Guinness was six pound twenty-five. Um, so, how are you feeling about the gig? Feeling all right, actually. It's the last one of the year, last live one. Although yeah. we have had an inquiry today about an online gig for next week, haven't all of we? Sudden, people get are you, pulling the rip cords. Get, get, yeah. used, live get used to that. Christmas parties getting cancelled left, right, and centre. Who do they come to? <laughs> well, you got a good. You, you're definitely prepped if we end up in lockdown again. Yeah, yeah we're good to we go. Did, we did loads online. My God. 
lived our but you match fit thing. you match fit by the sounds of it very match fit the last two months we've done loads of famous first we should explain what famous first words is if people don't know yep fire it's away a, it's a, go it's a live music game show that tim and i created about five six years ago um where people sing the first line of popular songs we play a song to the crowd if they think they can sing the first line they put the hand up then they come on stage and impress our panel of judges by singing it with the correct words timing and conviction yep um, and it's turned into a bit of a it's a bit of it's our baby and it's our labour of love we've probably talked about this in the in previous eps but um, it's really fun and it's this time of year people go mad for it so the last two months we've been pretty busy doing it quite a lot haven't we big big old venue down there it is big how many people I think they're expected they said they've sold about 200 tickets for yeah, tonight it's, but they it's pretty big, it can it? hold about you get 450 five, maybe 500 in there I, I think, reckon I think it's just under 500 mm. do you get nervous not now, not. I don't get nervous doing the show. The, the you little, you know, the little walk in the we, pub, we, like no, butterflies. He does, he does get nervous. He's lying. <laughs> no, but I get nervous he about me. Three days before, he's like, oh, have you done the playlist? Oh, are you ready? Oh, yes, but that's oh, don't be late. Oh. So his his nerves are like a different nerve. Yeah, he's, he's not nervous it's about getting nerves. on stage. It's prep nerves yeah. is what he gets. I get nervous of things going wrong or things not being prepared. He phones me four hours ahead of schedule to make sure I'm on the motorway. Right. Sometimes I just run, I, I go outside my front door just so it sounds airy and I walk up and down the road as I'm talking to him. <laughs> yeah. So there's a bit of wind you shear on the nightmare. mic. So it's Traffic's sounds... a nightmare. And he sends me scary texts just to make me nervous. Yeah. He'll like send me a text saying, you don't want to know where I am on the motorway. So you, 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 you want to know it's all, all in hand. I'm a, yeah. I'm a early, early prep, make everything. And that's Perfect. why we're a good team because you panic about the small stuff like that and I actually genuinely do get a bit nervous about the customer and is it going to be mm. good and are we going to be good but whereas you're a bit more blase you'd be like no it's tried and tested we'll be fine and yeah. So, yeah I know the show always works it's just I just think it's when you go to play a jingle that hasn't been done or there's or something's not plugged in or something we've forgotten a prize or, you know little things I like yeah. all the details to be ready what's the worst thing that ever went wrong <laughs> uh, although the thing is when things go wrong with this show you just make it part of the show part don't it. you it's almost, part so it. it's almost it is almost the thing in it you know like to to kind of to kind of like to turn that into the the, yeah. the the gag basically well absolutely so we have a we have a sound engineer off stage that plays in all the jingles and and fran. manages shout fran. out to fran big fran tanamo bay um and he's fran to claws tonight fran to claws tonight <laughs> yeah so he's he's backstage and actually I think you won't disagree when I say this, Gendo. He's been instrumental in this show, being what it is. Because, well, it's slick. Well, from the early days as well, it's always sounded amazing. And because it's a music game show, it's got to sound good. And we've done a few gigs where we can't hear ourselves or the audio's rubbish. And they're the, they're the ones that stick out as you go, oh, God, it just wasn't, wasn't good. It wasn't this. We do a gig in the Hare and Hounds in Birmingham. We've only ever had probably 70, 80 people in there. But my God, the sound system in there is incredible. Yeah. And we come away buzzing because I can hear the little things that he says. He can hear the little things that I say. So we, we end up making each other laugh as we're doing it. And it's, they're always brilliant shows. And, and they always work really good because the sound is so perfect. Yeah. The audience can hear the songs perfectly. They can hear the lyrics of the person singing. So it, it's all those little things that make it work. But like you say, if it goes wrong, we make a joke of it and we blame Fran. <laughs> so yeah. he's like the Whoever's full guy. The sound and then it, doing the sound effects at the time. It becomes that Basil Fawlty and um, who was his... Manuel. Manuel. You know, he's our Manuel in a way, isn't he? He's yeah. our full guy, really. Yeah, because it could... 
you know, if you got so, if it was botched together, it could it could be a bit shit, couldn't it? Yeah. You know, but like because obviously you need the clips and you need the. It's a lot of timing involved in it as well. Well, yeah. the other thing is we we've got big clients. I mean, believe it or KFC not, KFC Christmas party. Yeah. I mean, there you go. We've done Rolls Royce airplane engines, Spotify, yeah, Nike. You, wait, wait, Red and Ball. is this just like word of mouth? Is this like it people? Kind of has been a bit, yeah. but a few, a few, yeah, a few people have kind of come to gigs and and then they often come to us at the end of the show and take our details because they work for someone. Yeah, and they've got. a a Christmas party coming up or a, a summer party or something um, so it has kind of been word word of mouth really hasn't it mm. it's been from one event to another or someone's recommended it or an, an agency has or I mean the thing I always say to you boys and I've definitely said this in there before is like you, you any crowd in the world will react to this like yeah. you know I've and, and I've definitely said this but I don't you know not won't be the first time I've repeated myself on here um, <laughs> you know I've definitely been in rooms where first 10 it's been like oh and well, you're uh, the best ones and you're now. and you're and, you're, and yeah. you two are so unfazed because yeah. you know it's going to go off like have you ever had one where it hasn't worked never that where it hasn't worked the worst one the well, the one that was it was still fine at the end of the night the client went that was great everyone loved it but on the when we did it on the careful, night careful mate was i'm not gonna <laughs> surprise say, me in rehearsals I'm, Gendel. No, I'm, I'm not gonna say not live I'm on not air gonna say, i'm not gonna say the client i'm not gonna say the client what it was because they were they were really happy but um it was a dating website basically oh and, and that, we, was well, that one that no, was but, even, but it, it was terrible to us but it yeah. wasn't to them they because they'd never seen it and they thought it was great why did you us, guys think it was terrible because we because it was a dating thing and everyone there was single right we I mean, made think that would be the recipe for a, exactly yeah, yeah amen we assumed we that thought. everyone would be <laughs> this is a homer everyone yeah. would be up for impressing and standing out and showing off and yeah to get a, a date for the evening and and um you know impress a, a lady or a guy but it turned out that everyone was just really shy right they were on their own a lot of people it was a singles night right where you go on your own sure and a lot of people were just com- completely on their own and and didn't really want to go on stage as well and, and yeah the guy that ran the venue kept turning the music down yeah, yeah that's too loud that's not going to help mm. and we had there was fran- a band upstairs wasn't there? a band upstairs playing and we were louder than them or whatever and fran just kept kind of coming over and going I'm being turned down I'm you know they keep yeah, turning that's down the stress. That's but in the, the end it was like it was the it was the guys not being nervous about the girls would play but guys weren't playing as much and um but in the end they got into it and it was fine but I think we we're just so used to it working like going gangbusters yeah I don't think I've ever used that word in my life <laughs> I've, ne- I've, ne- I've never used the word homer like it means home it. run, oh, like, run. Yeah, and then I was and then I was like what yeah okay and I could see you, heard you say I that. could see you boys both like that I saw the reaction <laughs> there you were like we're just gonna we're just gonna let that one I just let it go just let that one go so let's talk about gangbusters what does that even mean if you go gangbusters what does that mean? Goes well. Dambusters. No, gangbusters <laughs> is like that's if something less, goes really well, it's that's going. That's the less street version. Is it? Yeah. It's the <laughs> unpc version. When you when you go dambusters, where does gangbusters come from? I think Why we're, do I, I think we're, I think my American listeners are currently <laughs> probably <laughs> they've gone. They're like, well, they're they're definitely English. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, anyway, we used to it going gangbusters, <laughs> so we knew it wasn't going quite gangbusters. Going dambusters, yeah. Still fine. Yeah. It always works, so always works, doesn't it? Really, yeah. Never, it's never failed. Yeah. Well, Christmas special, the traditional Hello. format. 
which I think we know. We've got Secret Santas. We've got. A, should, we, when, should we do that? Is it a bit early for Secret Santas? Probably a bit early. Bit we, well, what, got, whenever you want. We've got quiz questions. Um, yeah. And, you know, I've got the usual things that I ask you both. So I'm going to ask the first one highlight of the year. Oh. Can be personal, professional. I can start with mine if that would help. Go on then. Go on then. Um, mine is Nelly's. Oh, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah, was Nelly's bike ride. Yeah, um, which was definitely the best party that I was at of the year because um, that that's that party was fucking funny um, for a start. Um, but also, hello. Um, I think everyone was absolutely hammered. Yeah, which which was to do with Jeremy Sladen from the Snowboard Asylum. Oh, he's gin bar. The gin bar. Because cause <laughs> it was a moment... Jeremy and his son. That yeah. was the best thing about yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was fucking funny. And there was a moment when I was like, we were all sat around outside the tent and I was like, wow, everyone is absolutely annihilated. And cause it, it was because everyone was getting these basically pints of gin and tonic, wasn't it? Where yeah. they were just like half gin, half tonic. So, I mean, that always like equals a, a good piss up. But then you said something to me when we were all sat outside and you were like, you know, the thing is like, this is his legacy, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, we're all, we're all, he's basically given us a reason to all get together mm. every year. Um, and I, and I, that kind of, re- I mean, I was pissed and I, yeah. it's an emotional weekend anyway, that. Yeah. Um, and that really kind of hit me that I was like, yeah, fuck, that is, th- you're right. Like that mm. is, that is the thing. Cause you were like, you know, we don't go to the Brits. There wouldn't be anything else. There'd be nothing else. No. And because it was like the first one since COVID and everyone was, it was packed. Everyone was there. Everyone was absolutely up for it. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and I was like, yeah, you're right. Like this is, this is actually like his legacy. Like yeah. the fact that we, we will do this for the rest of Forever. our lives. You Forever. Know. We'll do it. And with, with kids and, Grand and the kids and thing was brilliant this yeah. year. The yeah. fact that all the kids were there, all the kids were doing the ride and it was like multi-generational. Yeah, it it, it was brilliant and it really, yeah. yeah. So that's mine anyway. No, great I highlight. agree. That's, that's a, that was a fantastic It was a good weekend. night though, wasn't it? It was fucking funny. Really good night. It was good. It was what, it's the classic when you think you've, you haven't got the energy to dance possibly and you're tired and then you have that big bowl of chilli that they give you and then <laughs> and half an hour later. And two pints of g Yeah, Jez g I went up to Jez towards the end of the night and I went, Jez, can I have, can I have a, go on, surprise me, make me a gin. And he looked at me and went, oh. and like he was so over it. By yeah. Gin cocktails all night and he gave me, I don't know what it was, a pink gin and. Yeah, but Elderly. fair play, Jez and you and smashing out the gin oh bar. Oh my god, incredible for charity, obviously. No, it's brilliant. Really, really good. The funniest thing, I was sitting with a lot of the snowboard asylum crew, and Jeremy Sladen, if you don't know, runs the snowboard asylum. So essentially, I was sitting with all of his staff. Yeah, and uh, it must have been I don't know midnight, half midnight, something. And he's trudging out to empty the like the slot bucket or whatever out of the tent around the back. He's yeah. limping, he's yeah. out of breath. And I'm sitting with all the snowboard asylum staff, and my mate Chris Orchard turns to me. He's like, "I've never seen him work so hard." I was gonna say, he grafted, man. Jez grafted that was, night. He really did. That's what I mean, oh, yeah. He, nah, no, brilliant. It was, it was it was good. Well, let's have a little drink to Nelly. Cause, yeah, cause it, was Nelly a, is, it was Nelly's a beautiful. Was awesome. It was a beautiful thing. And, and Marcus Chapman you know well done and chris pratt and the pratt family for uh it's fantastic for for the legacy of the whole thing um, in the words of roy schneider they're gonna need a bigger boat yeah it was good and you know i i did 
sort of talk about on the podcast and it's obviously like uh quite a sort of british snowboard scene thing but the thing about that do is it is super welcoming and open isn't it yeah and, yeah. yeah very you much know so. and I, I i think if anyone's like kind of heard of that and has wondered whether whether it's for them like you should go like yeah. it is it is really just, good isn't it i guess well, the cycling thing can be quite intimidating if you don't really cycle and I, you think well you i, need I, to be I didn't even ride i've got like i went from like 100 you know i'm doing the 100 to 50 last time two years ago I did the 25 yeah <laughs> this, this year i was like, like not even gonna fucking ride with the dog Great yeah excuse yeah exactly turn up with the dog peg S- was sit, like sit there by the finish line and just uh get it was it, it was it was so I took Lucy, took my wife Lucy, and yeah. again in very your, apprehensive about in cycling. your Uber van, in the van. Yeah, took the van out and out in. Yeah, Did good, in the homemade van, and uh, she apps she hasn't stopped talking about it, and it, she she's constantly telling her sisters and you know telling her well obviously told her mom and dad all about it and stuff, and um, yeah you know my mom and dad my sisters you know next year it's my it's Steve man he's all about bringing the motor home next year he's gonna camp up and have the barbecue rock in for when we all get back and amazing yeah, yeah. so that so, was yeah. mine so how about you boys highlights um, can be anything i'll give you a few minutes to think uh i've got mine go on then oh if you got your well i know mine go on it's then pretty obvious for me i'm gonna be a dad next year yes finding out that, be, <laughs> that i had a baby on the way yeah it wasn't when we Can't went we... to wasn't when Patrick we... to Finland. No, I thought you were going to say... I thought you were going to say the Euros. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could have said the Euros, but in Ob- hindsight... Obvi- obvious one for me, lads. You know, like, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, a cl- it's close, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you can't, I can't really say anything else other than that, can I? Found yeah, so when, 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 what's, what's D-Day? Uh, it's March. March 2022. Well, let's have a drink to that. Uh, so that's... Obviously, that's... When that, did you find out? Found out... I found out, actually... Cheers. Cheers. Speaking of the Euros, I found out a couple of days before the England-Germany game. It's a what, sign, isn't what, it? What, what, what a couple like, of days. That must I'll have tell been. tell you what. <laughs> when um, yeah, I thought everything was coming up roses. So, yeah. so little... Uh, Wayne. Little... Little Marcus. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know yet. Little, little Bacayo. I'd put Little Bacayo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sacco would be a great name. Yeah, that's quite a good name. Um, so, obviously, yeah, that's, that's like massive... Yeah, I've got nothing can really yeah. come close to that. Amazing. So that's that's shout to Mills. Yeah, yeah. Timo, she's doing all the hard work. She is. Um, my highlight, the, it's a bit broad, but just this a bit rubbish. But the Olympics in general. Well, of course. Summer Olympics. Of course. Yeah. I was lucky enough to go to Japan and um, yeah, and be. be let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the, the shirts. Olympics. Can we talk about the shirts? Because I did think the shirts were obviously like, y- you planned it, didn't you? Come on. So. And that's. Yeah, no, I, I did. I mean, no, I like, did. I'm, that's not like a. I didn't plan it. Because it was a thing though, wasn't it? It was it a proper thing. A thing. Yeah. 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 And JJ needs, Chalmers. All right, mate. Everyone, J- everyone needs a thing, don't they? You know. Everyone needs a thing. Yeah. And it was, it was rad. When, you, when you're presenting, isn't quite up to 100. You need Come something on. else to get you up there. Come on. No, I am. Um, I can't remember when I got my first Hawaiian shirt. Listen to me. <laughs> Is that the most no. middle-aged thing you've ever said? Yeah. <laughs> no. So you came to my house for the first England game of the Euros. His first yeah. Hawaiian shirt. And I had a. I'd been to. Right, I'd Homer. been to H and M and I bought a shirt that was loud and I was like, 
it's a bit loud that and then literally all day I got the compliments do you know when you get the compliments oh yeah like, and they, my, like, like my compligan. You well, had the compligan. So again, yeah. you used to have a cardigan that I thought was hideous. The compligan. And everyone compl- every time I wore it, everyone complimented this cardigan. And I started the, compligan. the compligan. Lost it once on a night out. That, that was gutted. That's fucking funny. Anyway, so since on. the compligan, I've remembered when you get compliments about your clothes. So the moment you get compliments about your clothes, you think, I should really go more down that route. Yeah. Because I'm getting compliments about I it. I mean, you, pulled, you wore it well. Must be a thing. I must mm. say. So, I had three. I had three shirts. Um, I bet by the end of the Olympics, you had brands firing Hawaiian you, shirts you at you. You think? <laughs> Wouldn't you? you not get any Hawaiian shirt? No, I, got, I did get what? The, the one that got the most love was my Volcom shirt, yeah, which the, I did get off the, Volcom. The classic, the classic, yeah, so yeah. Thank you to Ed at Volcom. That was very kind. But I, um, I, got, I got these compliments at the Euros when you came to my house and I had my wine shirt on. And so I got out there, but I only had three shirts and it was so hot in Japan. It was, I've never experienced a heat like it. It was, I just close. I've been, it was close. Clammy. Close. Clammy. Clammy. Yeah. And, uh, and so I had to do a H&M run. Oh, but H&M Japan for their next level. Next level. They're on. Yeah. Well, completely different. The thing about Hawaiian Tokyo, shirts. though, it makes you want to go shopping, doesn't it? Yeah. Because everyone's so well turned out, aren't oh they? Oh, my God, they look you know, amazing. So you're a bit like, fuck, I've got to sort my shit out here. And the one shirt which I quite, which is my favourite shirt, which I still haven't got back because I've lent it to him, is my broccoli shirt. I've got a tender oh, stem yeah. purple broccoli. <laughs> and it's just a white shirt with, with purple tender stem broccoli on it. And I looked at it it's on the shelf. It's got all the broccolis on, not just Does tender it? stem. There's normal broccoli. Normal broccoli as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it for about I three know. months. I've Thanks. worn it for the last two gigs here. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> keeps getting right. compliments. That's, it gets so many compliments, and I haven't told anyone that it's yours. I'm the like, com- Thanks, the yeah, Compli Brock, the Compli Brock shirt. Yeah. Yeah. But so, did, yeah, no, but, love but, the Olympics. Yeah, I mean, because um, I remember talking to you before, and and if you don't mind me saying, you you were a bit like, oh, you know, like I'm not commentating. You were slightly bummed about that a little bit, yeah, a little and I was bit. a bit like, fuck, man. That sounds like you've got, got the, the best gig, the best gig yeah, going. Yeah, like you, you get to that. go and you get to not worry about fucking up trick names, which yeah. let's be honest, or people's names, or people's names, which yeah. and you get to go and like experience it, but do all these brilliant pieces, and yeah. and it it was great, wasn't it? You know, it looked it looked like from the outside you had like a pretty good Olympics, to be honest. You know, it was it was wicked. Yeah, I was really lucky, and he he said the same, didn't you? You said that you've got the easy gig, and Ed because I love Ed to bits and and I worked with Ed obviously on the Winter Olympics and so when the Summer Olympics came round it was like Ron from the BBC phoned me up he's like right because we're going to keep all the commentary teams here we're going to actually get in um, some we're going to get in Mark Churchill and John Taylor and Ben Mondy to do all the the specific events alongside Ed and I was a bit like oh but we're going to send you to go and report to be the conduit between the viewer and, and the event itself and I was like, okay, that's fine. And I love those guys more than any, you know, I, I love their, their, their commentary. And I, I could not have done what they do. Absolutely no way. I could have done half the job that Ed did. But when I, when I listened, and I was so privileged to be there watching it, but I had the feed back in my ear. So right. I, had, I had their, the British commentary right. piped back to me. Wow, on from, site. From BBC on site. So I was listening to Ed and John and uh, Ed and Mark Churchill and then Ed and Ben at the surfing and Ed and Mike at the climbing 
and I was listening to all their commentary and they were so good. And actually, it was literally day one, day one, qualifiers one, watching it, listening, going, I'm so relieved I'm not doing the commentary. Oh man. <laughs> Couldn't have done Skate. it. Couldn't have done it. Fucking yeah, hell. I'd have like bumbled my way through it. I mean, snowboard third as well, of the tricks, right? but... Uh, I mean, snowboard at the Winter Olympics, like which we know, I mean, like would be challenging, but like yeah. taking it to like surf or skate, you know, yeah. it would be like skate, not my sport. Skate the first and... time being there as well, when it's going to be scrutinised. Yeah, and Churchill was, was Churchill amazing, wasn't he? Yeah. He was so good. Yeah, he was brilliant. He was so, he was, so good. He was one of them money where you were like, surely some of the BBC is like kind of looking at this guy and going like, fuck me, we need to get him doing more stuff. Because he yeah. was just... I think he got the tone just right yeah. as well. He nailed, like he, was, he, he nailed it, didn't he? Because you know. Churchill's really funny, isn't he, as well? Yeah. He, can be, he can be really funny, and he's got all the one-liners. and the, yeah. In the same way you and Ed have kind of done with snowboarding before, like, you can be really funny, and I think he got, he didn't go too far. He, he got it no, just he right. He kept it. it. He pitched it perfectly. Yeah, it was yeah. bang on, and, yeah. and, like, and for skateboarding, I think, especially people look at it with, like, the out, people who don't know skateboarding, look at it, from the classic cliche yeah general public way it's and a tough gig that because you know me and john taylor talks about that the week on our episode like you you've got a you have got to pitch it right haven't you mm. because on the one hand you've got like the the audience like yeah. with, like you say that they've got this like massively cliched idea of what all this thing is yeah and then you've got the core audience who are basically taking notes yeah <laughs> you know like yeah. how much are you gonna what are you fucking up what are you, oh, are you ready to exactly mm. are, where so, are the mistakes so coming? how you how you get in the middle of that and like how you kind of plot that path and obviously take care of what the bbc wants to do editorially is obviously like really challenging isn't it yeah. Yeah. i mean i was just amazed ben mundy pulled it off so <laughs> yeah they all without without getting well. his hernia john, out i mean <laughs> john, john did a great job as well didn't he no nah, like john was, was brilliant well john had the moment as well didn't he with charlotte you know yeah. like the fact there was like that proper kind of marquee moment yeah i felt a bit sorry for monday because he got shunted to sort of late night because it was a, a thing this year wasn't there that they didn't show everything is that right the bbc so the bbc lost in between in between Pyeongchang winters and the summers, they lost their contract. So um, and that meant they could only choose a certain amount. They of could only show two streams yeah. at any one time. Sure, because that was the thing, wasn't it? Like, because I, I think you're quite used to in this country, aren't you? Like when the Olympics are on, going on like red button and like everything's yeah. there, aren't yeah. you? But that because surf, surfing, for example, like everyone was like, "Well, where's surfing?" So, yeah, and I'm guessing I don't know, but they had to make the call right based upon. Yeah metal prospects like projected audience all yeah, that stuff right? all of that yeah so they couldn't they could yeah basically that um discovery or disney the own discovery bought all the rights to the olympics so in the uk it's eurosport so eurosport have all the olympics so actually if you're a euro eurosport subscriber you can watch absolutely everything but yeah bbc the free to air stuff it was only two streams so that could either be bbc one and bbc two could be BBC One and Red Button. Could be BBC Two and online. You know, so only two streams at any one time. And also, subsequently, the 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 archives all gone. So I've gone back to try and watch how brilliant I was. <laughs> I can't. I can't find it anywhere. Mm. Terrible. Do you think? Yeah, oh God, I really hope they sort that out because that's that's kind of like a, you know, it's an institution, isn't it? Getting well, to getting to watch that. I hate to say it. I think that ship sailed. I think are, are you going to Beijing? Nope. So same deal with Beijing as Tokyo is that they're going to keep just because of COVID that they, they, 
they did hold out for as long as they could to keep the commentary teams on site. And BBC, actually, they really know what they do when they're putting on a live event. And, yeah. and so they want to keep the commentary teams there in the stadiums because you can drink it in, you can look off camera, you can see the wind, you can see bits and bobs, you can just feel it. But actually, they're going to pull them all back now. So they're all in Manchester again. Right. Comment- commentating off the screens what the viewer at home, at home sees. And then they're going to send, well... I don't know if this is. I, sh- I don't know if I should be saying this. <laughs> Fuck it. This is. If it was Christmas podcast bingo, yeah, go you on. say that every. Do day. I? You say something where you, where you caveat it with. I'm not sure I should say this. And then you say it. Jenny Jones. Only that I know anyway. they wanted to send Jenny Jones, but right. I don't think she was so keen on going. Right. Okay. Sure. But Ed, so that means Eddie's over. For Me and Big Eddie doing the commentary. Amazing. Yeah. Fuck. How are you feeling about that, man? Have you seen snowboarding? Yeah, I did. Have you seen skiing? I've watched the last couple of days. Holy crap. Man, like, I've watched a lot of snowboard videos recently, um, and it is getting a bit silly, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Snownastics. I wouldn't, wouldn't really want to wanna. Tim knows that. all the tricks, though. All of them. Every single one. Yeah. Well, he's really good at that. Yeah. Really, he, he said to me the other day, really he went, I won't that. get a single trick wrong in <laughs> the Olympics. Watch out. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, and the good, thing is, I did. the good thing is, there's no one in snowboarding that's taking notes. I don't think there is. No. <laughs> people don't care about it, really. No, people they don't. People don't get like massively hung up about that. So no. I won't worry about oh, it. Man, it's like, but it's, it's fine because Tim knows them all anyway. Yeah, I don't know. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And you boys have been doing some stuff together recently you've been to finland you've you went somewhere you were with john are you snowboarded somewhere else recently yeah which i'm assuming was a work thing so what was that all about uh that was ski sunday so um ski sunday is back you finally got gendlin eh? second of jan mm. well, I, was, in. I was directing uh, but i wasn't i wasn't on camera although we did we did film a little comedy sketch together with me in it was which was a, a bit of a pilot thing that for did you ever see our nearly men thing that we yes. did years ago yeah it's we great did a little pilot thing with charlotte banks that was the um, one you did with uh the formula one guy right mark webber mark webber yeah i'm not Aussie not, mark webber. not across that i've seen it though and he was really funny he is funny he's really yeah. funny and baz keep bmx baz keep did it with him yeah and um but we did a little did a little thing with uh charlotte but yeah but generally, yeah, I was just directing timo for that because he was hosting right we did a profile with well did an interview with charlotte Banks about the um, the border cross yep. in the Olympics because she's a real contender. I think she's got a good chance. Yeah, yeah. And then the last weekend, uh, we just got back from Finland and did a, a piece on the, the Para GB snowboard cross team. Oh, that's why you were chatting to Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Legend. Sweet by Legend. name, sweet by nature. Big up, James. Nice. One of my uh, favourite people to go snowboarding with. He's a lovely man, isn't he? And he's such a good snowboarder, um, isn't he? Such a good snowboarder. He's yeah. brilliant. God, he can wield a snowboard when yeah. he needs to. He's got a good carve, that boy. Mm. Yeah. He's got every which way. I he's mean, got the fundamentals down. He's so good. He's like Unlock. a Duncan car, isn't he? Yeah. You know, yeah. he's got the board control. Like, yeah. Coming out of his ears, let's say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that looked really fun, though. It looked like uh, I was... Because probably like you guys... At the minute, a question I'm getting a lot is like, you're going snowboarding next winter. And I just haven't really booked anything because obviously of the shit show that we're in. But when I saw those clips of you boys Mate, like we went in, in Finland, so I was like, <laughs> fucking hell, looks pretty fun. Yeah. It was, it was really, so really fun, good. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because we, t- we filmed kind of two days straight pretty much. And then the guys, the team all left at four o'clock in the afternoon on the, on the Sunday. Right. So we wrapped. That was kind of our wrap time. 
but the but the lift stayed open till seven at night. Right, yeah, it's all floodlit. Get the floodlights. So on, we were like, totally. "Come on, then, lift pass still works. Let's we're see all... if the legs still work." We were also <laughs> snowboarding with the world's most competitive man, John O'Verity. Yeah, still got that, hasn't he? So uh, we were forced <laughs> to do jumps and uh, go as radical as we could. But no, we had an amazing time. Yeah, no, it really looked good. good. It looked it looked really good. Yeah, I've, I'm pretty keen to go snowboarding this this winter. I it, loved it actually. I, I've had a bit of the. The last time I've I've been snowboarding and well I was actually I was lucky enough to go to Verbier for the Freeride World Tour yep. in April and that was amazing because it was like proper powder it was really good but whenever I rode on the piste on that trip my legs hurt and my feet hurt <laughs> and I was like what is going Such on a dad. what is going on with my feet so I was like oh I bet I bet my feet are going to hurt oh. in Finland it's probably going to be icy nah Finland's like kill. fluffy pillow snowboarding lush it's beautiful isn't it it is though isn't it because yeah. it's so mellow yeah. And the snow just because it's so cold, the snow just stays good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was it's amazing. Like really undulating slopes. They've got nice little friendly middle-aged fun parks. Little jumps, tiny jumps. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. It was mega, and it kind of made me really enjoy just razzing around on pistes again. Yeah, that is fun. Um, all right. Well, before I ask the next question, should we? Um, should we do a secret Sunday? You wrapped yeah. yours. I wrapped them. Oh, I didn't have time actually, to wrap mine. Alima, we, have we got one each? Alima wrapped them. Oh, I'm glad Mate. we've got the one Thank for you. each other. Right. Yeah. Are we going to open yours first then? Or what? do you want me to give you yours now? As well? Yeah. Yeah. Let's... Well, mine's actually not wrapped. Let me, uh, let me unwrap this. Okay, you ready? Go on, you let's gonna... do yours. Timo, you do yours first. Go, 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 go. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I really want one of these. <laughs> so I'm holding a Napoleon stainless steel chicken roaster. It's the thing you stick up a chicken's bum to yeah. roast it. That'll go in the pizza oven. I mean, mate. Can you use it in a pizza oven? Yeah. I thought, mate, there you I go. thought you'd like that. Can you do it on a turkey? Full. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you could maybe do a turkey leg. I built that. a pizza oven this summer. I know. I know. I saw. <laughs> yeah. So that'll go in it. Well, that's why I kind of got you that because it's essentially you are kind of ultimate dad aren't you yeah oh god I guess boy I that's am, a good really. thing and here we go I'm opening mine well I mean this is basically because the guy looks like you <laughs> <laughs> he does look like me <laughs> to the listeners I'm holding a box for a training bold gym ball with pump and it's basically a tiny li- a little you know not a yoga sized big ball it's kind of the size of a kind of a honeydew melon yeah I'd say but the guy in the front is like doing half a sit-up, making it look really easy. <laughs> and he does look like me. You, you actually do need to do some sit-ups I kind of well. do, Matt. <laughs> this is really good. I Thanks, didn't, man. I, did, I, did, I didn't want to say that part. Well, no, um, you're right. Well, New Year, everyone starts doing a few right, sit-ups and press-ups. Yeah. Thanks, Matty. I've not it. wrapped my presents. So, I mean, like I say, Alima wrapped them. Here we so. go. Thanks, Thanks uh, Big. Hold out your hands and close your eyes and you shall have a big surprise. There's yours, Matty. Oh wow, that's actually fucking sick. That, so this yeah. is the House Builders Bible, which I mean, I'm guessing is used, but that's it's fine. It's used. I bought it from a used bookstore. Um, house Builders Bible. What's that? It's how to build a house. Oh, this Are is you actually, building a house. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thanks, Tim. That's actually amazing. Yeah, we bought some land in in Normandy. Me and Boog. Flipping heck. Um, and you're gonna need the House Builders gonna, Bible. We're gonna, then. we're gonna build a house. I've got um, you another present as well. <laughs> <laughs> kind of for me, but yes, 
This is this is the the Homer's oh, the man. third time I've used the word Homer in this podcast. Get them out the, now. The Homer's bowling ball. Of, yeah. <laughs> presents. The Mister Kipling. The Mister Kipling Christmas, Christmas slices. I've got you one more present. Fucking hell. Jesus, this is more for, right, This he? isn't. This is more. Well, like we did. Te- I've done ten pounds in total oh, right, okay. for both of you, so five pounds each. Uh, and this is more for Peg. But there you go. Oh yes, yes. Peggy's gonna love oh. this. It's Amazing. a ho ho ho. Chewy ball that makes a rick squeeze it so they can hear the noise. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Squeeze it by the mic. Ooh, that's oh, that was loud. <laughs> sorry, Fina. Fina's my editor. Just, every dog, every listener's dog just went wild. And... Fina's my editor who just uh, got her ears blown off. Uh, uh, the Mr. Kipling Christmas slices. So there you go. Um, that's a that's a good haul. And the house builder's Bible is brilliant. Thank well, you. Well, I saw that and I thought, do you know what? You're building a house. It is a bit outdated. No, this However, is amazing. It doesn't matter. Building a house doesn't matter. Is that like a classic date. book, a famous book about building houses or something? I don't I think mean, so. the pictures on the back would. They look like they're out of the It does look a bit Um Right, Gendo, here's your. Uh, hold on. out your hands. Close your eyes, hold out your hands, and you should have a big surprise. So here's the first one. <gasps> Sweet! Crossword challenge book! Got into Two, crosswords this year. Love didn't you? a crossword. Two hundred quick like, crosswords. Cross, cross, crosswords. Well, we, uh, me and Camilla, were doing crosswords every Sunday morning. Which one? And um, Observer. The Times. Oh, what? Recently, cryptic? she cancelled her subscription because she wasn't using it. Times enough. cryptic. Don't. Yeah, I think so. Fucking hell. We used to nail it as well. All right, again. Keep going till we finished it. But uh, haven't done it in a while. So that's actually really good because we sacked that off on the Times app. You're welcome. Thank you. Second present. Got another one. Here you go. Close your eyes. Hold out your hands. Gendo's, you Gendo's caught short here, hasn't he? This is a... There you go. Light switch stickers made to fit British standard light switches. <laughs> what is this? What? So it, it turns a sticker into a robot. It turns a, a light switch in your house into a robot. You stick the sticker on it and it turns your light switch into a robot. Yeah, that's, that's actually... For the baby room, isn't it? That's, that's amazing. That's actually pretty sick, isn't for it? For the baby room. I love that. And then final item. Close your eyes. Got three. Well, I I called. Close your eyes. I am. I called Jono the most competitive man, but actually, you're pretty competitive. So I found this in the second-hand shop. It is a 1982 vintage, up against time, game. Matchroom stackem. Time won't wait, so drop the gate before it's too late. Family game, age six and up. That looks. I've never played up against time. It's a it's a game where you've got to stack things high and then the bauble oh, comes down and knocks the them over. Before the gets down. Yeah, that's like that's from the mouse trap. Oh, you've made Ka- like that, yeah, Ka-plunk yeah, Ka-plunk era. Yeah, 1980s uh, vintage game. So oh man, go. you've you've eclipsed. I've done really badly with mine then. Uh oh. Why not? You're going to pull out a four pack of brew dog, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, not that good. Totally uh, all right. Well, here's yours, Timo. It's not very good. <laughs> it's Sorry, I bought you three Sorry. really good gifts. Three gifts for 10 quid? It's just a dice game. Oh, okay. I've got that's, a dice that's, game. That's, that's all right. pretty good. That's pretty good. It's the Guinness Pub Game Series World's 20 Best Dice Games. Thought you know oh. we like a dice game, don't we? Mate, you didn't waste a penny there, did you? Nine pounds ninety nine. Oh, have I left it? <laughs> I left it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think he bought it on what it was. I think he just went around and spent ten pounds. Well, I knew the budget, so I've got Good. the best thing I could for the budget. The, the, have like you noticed that. the budget's gone up actually since Has year it? one? Year one was fiver. Was it? Yeah. We're on a <laughs> now we're on a tenner. Yeah. Uh, I wish I'd have been more creative, Timo. Sorry. No. Go no on, problem. Matty. Hit me. This one's quite good though. Hit I think. me. Here you go. That's yours. 
That's a hundred things to do in the UK scratch off bucket list. Yeah, it's like a poster and you scratch it off. You like doing your little things, don't you? I, I like do like around. I do like my little things. <laughs> in the van, I do like the my dog? Little, little van dog stuff. Ashley, this is pretty dope. Read out some of the things that you can Go do. Go puffing spotting. Oh, yeah, you can do See that. See the in Northern the Lights. Isle of Mull. Walk up. Is. This is a, yeah, this is actually this is actually really good. Cheers, Gando. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, van dog life. Hashtag for twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I should have both got you the same thing. Sorry. Fuck it. I'll have a Christmas slice. Then. Yeah, I'm sure, man. Christmas. Christmas slices are good. All right. So who's Merry going? Christmas. Who's Merry going Christmas first slice. on the uh, the quiz then? Ooh. Go on then. We're getting our Christmas um, slices out. I do like first. the fact that we had we've had requests for this podcast. Have we? Well, yeah. I sent you some. How of them. many? One I'll request. I find that really like flattering. Yeah. Like what an amazing compliment. Yeah. Thanks guys. Do you know what's mad? I find it really mad. And I, I think it's because I've had a pint that I feel a bit like this. When you like look at your guest list and it's like literally the heavy hitters. Jamie, I mean, Jamie Thomas was on your Instagram yesterday. And now all of a sudden we're here recording it. I just, you know, when you just don't feel like you. I'm not fishing with compliments. Jamie, Jamie Edit that the bit quiz, out. Though. Edit that loves, bit out, Fina. <laughs> Jamie loves the Christmas quiz. It's his favourite bit. Jamie Thomas loves a Mr. Kipling Christmas <laughs> slice. Mate. Let he'll me be. just tell you that. Yeah. He'll be he'll be doing the quiz. Probably not. Time. Probably not actually. But you know. Um, well, this is this is tradition, isn't it? Though now I think podcast yeah, tradition. You got to mix it up. You yeah. have all the hard hitters for the rest of the year. And then you have the soft hitters. <laughs> Christmas. The soft hitters. Yeah. Uh, well, Self-titled. Thank you for um, for requesting us. Yeah. Are you going first, Quiz? Go on, then. Am I doing all five questions? No, do one. One question. Yeah. So my questions, um, this is dead cheesy. They're all Olymp- Tokyo 2020 oh, Olympic what? themed. Okay. Right. But they are multiple choice. Okay. All right. So question number one. Which country won the most medals per capita? Um, and then just to kind of let you know, don't Google it. I'm not, I'm writing down my answer. <laughs> oh, right. um, That's how we do it. Are we writing they did, no, they, no, they won one medal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won one medal for every 11,333 people in the country. Fucking hell. So, God, here, I went. Because you always give me shit for like how difficult they are. Well, my questions choice. are. So multiple I've, choice. I've, you can go I've, for San Marino, Turkmenistan, no way, no way San Marino Burkina Faso, or Qatar. Okay, so I'm going to say Turkmenistan. Three. Hang on, confidently Let's say it at the same time, so it's fair. All right, you should go one, two, three. Say it. Okay. I know you're going to say Turkmenistan now. After three, one, two, three. Turkmenistan. Oh, it's wrong. It's, really? It's San Marino. Oh. So San Marino, they won one medal for every 11,333 people. They'd never won an Olympic medal before the Games. They've now got three. Two in shooting, one in wrestling. If you all flick the uh, back 15 seconds, you'll hear Matt going, it's never going to be San Marino. I know. <laughs> um, for, the sake of comparis- for the sake of comparison, Team GB won a medal for every 1,049,338 people. You listen, UK Sport. Mm. Boom. San Marino might want to dot the model. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not no, on football, exactly. though. No, thanks. No. Um, okay. So, my questions are on my phone, which I turned off. Ah, oh, there we go. We're back. So, 
my question is... So we didn't get a point. Neither of us got a point for that. No, yeah. we didn't get that. We didn't get that. Okay. Let's have a look. What was the name of the ship that blocked the Suez Canal? Oh, I know it. Boaty McBoatface. <laughs> <laughs> Blocky McBlockboats. Blocky McBlockboats. <laughs> was the Evergreen? No. Was what? It, uh, no. It was not the Evergreen. Was it the Nevergreen? The Even Green? The Ever Given. Ever Given! Yes. He's not getting half a point for that. No. Uh, but Are you sure it was the Ever Given? You were as confident about that. Is it look at you? <laughs> is it the ever given, evergreen? That was bad, isn't it? Boat that blocked. Not the boat that rocked, mate. That's a movie. That's a Richard Curtis movie. Ever given, I think you'll find him. It says, um, just looking for a picture. You know, is that picture with it? Oh, no, what? That one that says evergreen in big, massive letters down the side of it. Oh, oh Jesus, he broke his phone. How many pints you had? You might want to read that bit. Oh, don't Come on. read. You, you don't guys read. You just look at the flipping... Oh, he got it wrong. Let's move on. Podcast goals. Oh, no, sorry. Googling isn't good <laughs> for the podcast. Let's move on. Do you know what I feel worse about? The fact that I even challenged him. <laughs> I know. Don't ever challenge him on his own pod. Uh, right. Go on. You guys... I'm not asking one question. I'm, I'm going to challenge you separately mm. to the five-second rule. Oh. So you can think the fastest. Oh. Can I have your phone, Timo, to record five seconds? So I'm going to ask what, you. What's this? Oh, so I'm going to ask you. You're going to have five seconds to answer my question. Oh, what's your code? I can't open Seven, eight, five, six, two. <laughs> um, More podcast gold. So I'm going to ask you a question. Who, now, to make it random, who wants to go first? And I'll do them in order. Uh, I'll go first. Okay, Matt is first. You've got five seconds until the uh, the timer goes off to answer whatever I ask you in my question, all right? So I have to answer it within the five seconds? Within the five seconds. So the moment you hear... I mean, I thought so. You hear it go off and the time will start... So basically, the, you're going to ask me a question. I've got five seconds to answer it. Yeah, but it's, a, it's kind of a listed question. So I'll say, Ooh. name this many things. Right. Oh, I see, I see, I see. It's a list. So, so it's, it's, a, a, it's a volume. Yeah. It's a volume game. Okay. Got it. Still All right. I can't believe it was ever given. <laughs> okay, five seconds to name three excuses to give for calling in sick. I've got COVID. Um, my dog ate the homework. <laughs> no, that's time up. That's time up, which means we instantly throw to Tim and he cannot say the things that you've said, but he can answer other things. Tim, to steal the point, go. I've missed the bus. My alarm clock broke. I've got no money for a taxi. That was only three things. You said three you things. You said three. Did I? Yeah. Oh, it's not five things. Correct. Why, you get no, the point then. There's no yes. way we're going to say five things no, in five seconds. No, it's not five things. Sorry, it's three things. You're right. Tim stole the point. Then. I still You've got a point on the board. No, that was good. I don't know where the dog ate the Thanks. homework. No, but I, I said my dog in my head. <laughs> okay, Tim. Yeah. Uh... So this is your question, and Matt, you can steal okay. if Tim uh, doesn't do do them all. Okay. Um, Again, name. He didn't look for any questions, and he's just dr- dredging up an old family Okay. Case. Tim, yeah. five seconds to name three things that you brush. Your teeth, 
your hair, the leaves. <laughs> brush my leaves. I brushed the leaves up right, in my mate. patio today. It's all right, mate. It's fine. I wasn't challenging it. I saw you pop shield up, babe. Oh, how do you stop it? Sorry, Jeez. Mate. Well done. Okay. That was good. You can, that's it. We'll have more five-second rule a bit later on. Yeah. Oh, that was it? Well, I've got more. Well, well, that, was oh, round, okay. that was round that's one. Round one. Oh, okay, that was round good. one. So, next question. New Year's resolutions. Ooh. Well, I'm obviously going to have a go on the old gym ball that you just gave me. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to try and make like this guy. I'm going to get some nice tight like <laughs> pants like him and uh, make it look as easy as he does. Uh, it sounds cliche. I am going to get back on the fitness regime a little bit, I think. Just gonna. I don't need to. I'm shit off. Really? <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> I did see you in a sauna two days ago. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, how old are you, you boys now? How old? I'm forty. I was forty this year. Yeah, I knew that. Um, and what? Forty-two. Forty-two. Mm. Surely we're all past caring about that stuff, though, right? I mean, you know, oh, not for physic, not for you know. You want to feel, you want to feel good, not for vanity. Like, who, who cares? I'll tell you about yeah. my mate Pete. He said to me, my mate Pete said to me at um, one of his kids' birthday parties, he'd, w- he'd figured out that at, when his son was 10, he'd be 52. And he said, I do not want to be the dad that can't run along. You can't know, can't no, that, and that's all. That, with his, with that's, his son. Yeah, that's all and totally. For me, that was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I want to be. Well, like. I think the other thing is as well, like we all want to keep, surfing snowboarding mm. doing all that stuff i think i want to yeah. win sports day at school as well yeah <laughs> First sports you won't be competitive do. about that at all nah. no 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 if i don't win the sprint i've always been a good sprinter on <laughs> if i don't that, win the sprint that's, that's, day. The, that's, the sprint. that's not true i would easily win, win i, I played I, I played a football tournament with you this yeah. summer and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe the speed's gone a bit <laughs> big lad at the back <laughs> have you heard his big lad at the back story <laughs> no what's that quite a nippy forward and then I played I've been started playing a bit at the back lately and um, hang on hang on reel it back you've gone too far set the scene you are you were a very good footballer yeah you are are a good footballer that was definitive were were (laughs) you are a good footballer you were very fast weren't you you used to play up front yeah my Wednesday night football but the thing is when you're not fit though up front's where you want to be you don't have to do any running or, or at the back well as as my Wednesday night career has gone on in the last few years I've ended up playing more in defence the occasional bombing forward run yeah a little wing the back ca- run if the I occasional, <laughs> the occasional <laughs> searching pass yeah if I feel the lungs can do it yeah but the ref a few months ago well, about a year ago <laughs> looked over and went mate do you want a bit of hand sanitizer? uh Oi, oi, big lad, big lad at the back. <laughs> and I turned around thinking he's definitely talking to someone who's, behind me. Who's he talking to? Who's he talking to? <laughs> I've never been big lad at the back. And, he, and then I realised he was talking to me. Yeah, well... Oi, do you want some hand do you not, sanitizer? Do you big not, lad. Do you not lad. find that that football tournament we do is like... Because you've not done it for a few years though, right? Yeah. But it like it's almost like a perfect gauge of how old and slow you're getting. Oh, because this year, I mean, we had that no, first... No, I have that every Wednesday night. We had, we had that first game, didn't we? Where <laughs> we, did, we yeah. did really well. Yeah. And we were like, wow, we're going to fucking win this. Yeah, and then the next game was all downhill. <laughs> and then, yeah, that didn't happen. No. Well, every Wednesday night, my football team's the oldest team in the league. We're all average, like, mid-40s. Like, yeah. Well, early 40s, mid-40s. 
And um, this is like you, Seb, like yeah, me, Seb, and a few. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Faris, you, you would know Will Rad. Yeah, Faris, good player, Will. Um, Neil Smith, skater. Yeah. Um, Smithy, he's good player, but we're all, you know, Faris the ledge. Four. He's Faris. Yeah, he's one of the young, sprightlier ones. Faris. Yeah. But it's but seven aside. At least you get more touches. Eleven aside at that tournament, you just barely get a touch, do you? It's hard no. to get in. It's hard to get in a game. Yeah. But um. Still fun. That was a good weekend. That was really good. So news resolution, get on the gym ball. Probably get, <laughs> get on the gym ball a bit. Don't know what else. Get You're the, fit. You're all right. No, I'm You're all right. a bad picture of yourself. You're all right. No. I'm like, you can still do push-ups and pull-ups. Oh, where do I start with me? I don't know. I want to I save some money. I want to be better at saving. <laughs> I'm terrible. <laughs> can't do it. Just do can't. you find, though, that like the more money that you earn like the more elastic your lifestyle gets do you know what I mean like you just and it's not even like you, you kind of go and okay I'm going to spend this you just end up you know it just goes it just it? you just find the limit there's got to yeah. be some rule of life there there must be we know. bought I, I, I got I got offered a van that was t- it was a deal that was too good to not buy it is so this I, the van that you did this is the van the white van that I bought I bought a van off my mate Paul Nichols and um, he was like do you want to buy a van I was like, yeah. He was like, I went, oh, I don't know. I can't afford it. He went, yeah, but it's only this much. It's only this much. And I went, oh, that is quite cheap, actually. I should buy it for that. How much? I don't want to say, do I? He do always I? asks me how much stuff is on our podcast. See, it's not good, is care, it? Mate, it's just him. a van, isn't it? Come on. <laughs> Two grand. I mean, that's, uh, how many miles? 165,000 miles. Yeah, that's pretty cheap. 2015. It's pretty cheap, isn't it? Mate, the, the the next closest one I could find was seven grand. Yeah, you to got that. you got to buy that. I had to buy it at yeah. two grand. I couldn't not buy it. So I bought. I think I borrowed the money off you again <laughs> to buy the van. To be honest, <laughs> it was one of the had to buy it though. Yeah. Had to buy it. To. I genuinely did have to borrow the money off Gendel mm. to buy it. Yeah. Uh, and so thanks. I do. I, I will pay you that back. All right, mate. Um, <laughs> and so you can use that van anytime you want. Thanks, man. That van's as, as much mine as it is yours. You can get in one of those bunk beds. Um, yeah, yeah. You can get in the bunk beds. So I bought the van, but then subsequently, I, I, the work started and the Olympics started, and then events started coming back and famous first words. So it was like, oh, I was earning money and it was great and oh, it's dead good. But then you're buying flipping cladding and insulation and all a tap and the, the it's, it's pricey. portable toilet. It's pricey doing it up is. a van. And so, uh, so the van's just hoovering up all my money. And so it got to kind of September time, October time. And I was a bit like, oh, I haven't actually got any money, but I've done loads of work. Looks good though. Thank you very much. The van's lovely. I mean, Did it yourself as well, didn't you? Sitting on the drive. Me and dad. My yeah. dad helped me out a lot. Steve's well. handy though, isn't he? Steve's great. Yeah. He loves it. He's safe hands, isn't he? He's a bit like when you open up a mini baby bell in front of a dog. The dog can hear a mini baby bell being opened <laughs> from about 35 miles. Yeah. The moment you start up a power tool, my yeah. dad is there. He's just like there. his car. Oh, the sleeves. Ooh, the sleeves are rolling up. Yeah. Go, but he comes in. My dad does this classic thing where he rolls up. He'll roll up so angry and he'll go, oh. Come on then, what the bloody hell are we doing here? Like, hang on, you offered to help me? Don't like come up with all that negative like. But he's, that's his that's yeah. his job though, isn't it? That's his dad job. That's his shtick. Yeah. That's his shtick. Yeah. That's so what, no, you're, that's so what you'll man. be like with Sonny in twenty no, years. I know. I know. Yeah. He'd be like, "Come on, come on then, what are we doing?" Yeah. For fuck's sake. Yeah. What's yours then, Matty. Uh, mine is to go snowboarding, and yeah. that sounds like pretty shit, but um. Yeah, I'm quite keen to go snowboarding, yeah. really. If you can. 
Well, exactly. Where like, do you want to go snowboarding? I don't, You've been snowboarding everywhere in the whole world. I don't care. Do you know where I actually want to go? Scotland. Like, that sounds... You, you can scratch it off your scratch map. Is Ooh, it on the, is it is on it the on old... The uh, snowboarding is, it is probably not on there. Snowboarding in Scotland. There's no way There'll be a Scottish thing on there. Slipboarding with Leslie McKenna yeah. in Aviemore. <laughs> it is on there. Scratch it um, Yeah, I... I, that sounds like a, a good laugh to me right now. Mm. Like go up to Aviemore and hang out with that lot because it is. I mean, obviously, it's the snow's always like that hard, yeah. as hard as that wooden table that I just tapped. But it's a good laugh in it. Um, our friend Chris Moran has just uh, done his house, which yes. is looking amazing. Looks great, isn't it? That yeah, it looks amazing. I've seen a bit of Chris recently, and you know we we're talking about maybe doing that. I saw my friend John Dragon last week. He invited me out to Teen, which was really nice of him. Um, but yeah, just keen to to get away. Really, yeah. I think it's definitely the longest I've not been snowboarding. I mean, it's obviously like proper first world problems. dot com. Absolutely is. Um, but yeah, pretty keen for that. So that that's kind of it, really. Mm. Can I ask have you ever been snowboarding in England? Uh, yes, uh, but just like. I'm not snow domes like outdoors. Yeah, proper. you know when, but Yad Moss or something. Or not what? even like when I lived in Sheffield, we used to when it snowed, we'd go up into the peaks and into the peak and just like hike. In fact, I me went, and Drew, I, who you know, once like drove up the Snake Pass, and there was always this like one field that had the aspect you know, that you could see. You know, we'd always talk about it like when we drove past and it snowed, so we went up there, parked the car traipsed across all these fields and uh yeah very bemused farmer <laughs> came out yeah. i mean this is probably like 1995 and was like what the fuck are you lads doing was he, like doing a track and you see the grass underneath yeah exactly and then when and then when we told him he was like oh okay well yeah you can do it if you want you pair of absolute weirdos yeah. Yeah. Okay. and then like, we snowboarded in brighton a few times probably about i remember seeing a few pictures 10 years ago yeah we had a couple of years where it snowed quite a lot. Um, so we went up to me and John Dragon again and a yeah. few friends and Lima and a few friends just went up to the hill behind our house. I mean, I l- love all that. I mean, it's just great, isn't it? Mm. It's kind of why I'm up for Scotland, really. Um, yeah. Why have you been up to Yadmos then? So across from Yadmos, across like the hill and the next valley over, there's a place just outside of Durham called Weirdale. And that's a little resort, is it? It's a little ski hill. It's got a little lift. Yeah, it's got two. It's big. It's got like, it's long. It's way longer than you think. So it's what, kind old... of like the lect kind of vibe? Yeah, but it's, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, I mean, the lect is, it's just like two drags in it. You yeah, know? it's probably similar to that. But the, the funny thing with this is it's got an amazing fan base. It's got a fan base. It's got an amazing membership right. base. So it's like a private sort a of private thing. Private members. You've, yeah. got to, you've got to become a member. You've, got to, you've got basically got to turn up and ride there. But the best thing is they all go up in the summer and they clear off all the rocks off the runs. Right. So now, subsequently over the last past kind of five or six years, the members have gone up in the summers and cleared off all the stones and all the rocks. So right. They only need two or three inches of snow and you're riding on like just icy grass. And it's, mm. um, I mean, it's that, so amazing. That, that'd do me right now. It's so good. Yeah. But the, when we had the snow a couple, just a couple of weeks ago in the UK, it, it, you know, I'm on the webcam looking at, at Weirdale ski area and it's, it's wicked. Yeah, that sounds like a... It sounds like, well, I mean, thinking about it, you could do the 
the Trinity there, couldn't you? Yeah. The UK Trinity. You yeah. Because obviously they've got amazing waves in the Northeast, which is somewhere I've never surfed. And you've got that, and you could, yeah, you could do the Snow UK version. Skate. There's a little, there's a little mm. piece in that, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's mine. Like, what? I'm not fussy, wherever really. Yeah. At this stage. That's good that you've got the urge to go because I, I found that the longer I didn't go snowboarding, it was almost like I didn't. The, the urge kind of went a bit, and but but no, but Ooh. but this is what I'm saying. But the moment like me, me, you, and Jono went away. And we were driving up the mountain. Yeah, yeah you were mad for it. I just got like, I've missed this. That yeah. was like really being around. That was a, like, do you know what? Like, Riding was like being around 15-year-old Gendal again yeah. <laughs> when we were in Finland. I got, it was. I got really, I got, but it was, it's just the not being around it. Yeah. It was like, you can easily think, oh, I'm not, well, other things take over in your brain, don't they? And they're not, it's not the priority. It's not the top of the list. But it's not that you, because you've gone off snowboarding, it's just because it's not, you forget how much you love it. Well, that's why I don't really care where I go. Like, yeah, yeah. because I don't, because, you know, when it comes down to it, like, the, the best bits about all this stuff are the bits around it, aren't they? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, like it, obviously you can have, and mate, you know, you can be lucky enough to, to surf a great wave, or you can be lucky enough to snowboard an amazing snow, whatever, but the, the bits that you remember are like the stuff that you do around it, aren't they? Definitely. Putting you on know. the boots. The yeah, like just those little, car, just those little the... rituals. Yeah. Like yeah. whatever it is, like paddling out, you know, with your mates, like duck diving, like, yeah, like pulling up at a car park in the morning and it's yeah freezing and crisp and you get your boots on and There's you, some, you know, all that. This exact chat, like driving up to France two weeks ago. We were driving up in the car, and it was it was that it's that night time going to a ski resort. The that's, first sea snow on the side the shit, of the road, and 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 it's that. And I was telling Tim and Jono about the first time I ever went to a mountain in my life. Fifteen years old, school trip, and that that trip was my first time ever on a plane. First time ever going snowboarding on a mountain. First yeah. time going to America. Your mind was blown. Mine was blown. <laughs> and on the coach from from Boston up to Killington. We watched the fugitive on the <laughs> on the coach. So whenever I watch the fugitive now, it invokes that. Which, I'm like, which, I remember which is still a classic. Still a classic. Oh, so good. We, we oh, had this chat. We had this chat still in the good. car as well. Still good. Yeah. And I, whenever I think of the fugitive, I think of me on that coach, fugitive on a VHS telly. Yeah. Looking out the window, seeing snow. Out like the, the drop down. Yeah. Like going. This is. I've just been on a plane today, fifteen, with my mates from school. That is like nostalgia through the eyeballs. Yeah, that's what feel. That, that's what I'm up for. Yeah, basically, it's good. It, good and I keep I keep back. thinking in Scotland, it's weird. Like, because with with my day job, like we've been talking about um, doing a snowboard trip, and I I keep like taking everyone that works for us on a snowboarding trip, and I I was like, let's go to Scotland. Everyone's like, what? Like what? Yeah, you know, can't we go somewhere else? I'm like. Scotland is. Do you want to hear? Is, oh. is is a good trip, you know? Yeah. Like it's it really is. Do you want to hear a wicked Scotland fact? Yes. So Glencoe yeah. Mountain, Rannochmore, from the very top of Glencoe, you ride all the way down to the plateau, then keep going down. And if there's enough snow to ride to the car park, so if you can, if you can, snow permitting, ride from the very top to the bottom. That is a bigger vertical descent than the whole of Breckenridge. Really? Yeah. That is a great fact. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Fun Park's not as good, but there you go. Neither's the food, the parking, the lifts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Question number Question. two. Here we Question go. number two. Go on then, Matt. He goes straight in yours. Um, okay, mine is... Still can't believe it's ever given. How many career goals did Cristiano Ronaldo just hit? Uh, 700 or 800. Oh. Which is it? I was going to say 700. 500. 500. Seven. It's seven. Yes. God damn it. Point for Gendo. Go on, Timo. There's always got to be a football one in there for you boys. Well, it's funny. Uh, So again, from the games, question two from Tokyo 2020. Um, What were the medals made from at the Tokyo 2020 games? Do you want the multiple choice? Yes. Were they made from metals excavated from below Mount Fiji? Fuji, excuse me. (laughs) God, the Camden Hells is wicked in this place. (laughs) They were the medals that had been made for the 1940 games, which were due to be held in Tokyo, but had been cancelled when the Second World War broke out. See, I don't think you've made... Were they recycled mobile phones and electrical equipment? Oh, these are all quite plausible. Or were they... Four. Made from recycled coffee? I know the answers to this, I think. I'm going to go for the 1940. So they, gonna... were, they were reused from the cancelled 1940 games. Actually, no, I'm not, because there wasn't due... Oh, no, there was. Okay. Yeah, there was. Can I say mine Bur- before Matt says it and yeah. it looks like I'm copying him? I'm <laughs> no. going mobile phones. You think it was made from recycled mo- I'm gonna plastic go, mobile phones? I'm going to go 1940. Previous Olympics. The answer is actually recycled mobile phones and electrical yes! equipment. Oh, I'm having a shocker here. That's two points for me. I'm level pegging with you I don't you think now. I've got any points, have I? No points. No. Chance, though, yeah. I've got Matty, one. as we go back into the five-second rule. Can I have your oh, yeah. timer, please? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Who second would like to go bullshit. first in the five-second rule? Tim's going first. I'll go first on okay. this Okay. So you understand the steal game as well. So you get a chance to steal, but you cannot say Tim's answers. Got it. Okay. All right. Name, Tim? Yeah. Three things... Beginning with the letter K. A koala, kilo, and cucumber. Matty, over to you. Go. (laughs) (laughs) Matty, I'm starting. Wait, I'm starting the clock now. Stop. Shit. Go. K, that's hard, isn't it? Um, Quick save. (laughs) (laughs) No! You both do not get a point with the K. Yeah, keep going. Go. Go. K. Uh, I actually can't think of anything to do with K. It's so easy. Oh, my God. Matt, go. Three words. I've gone blank. Three things, not three three words. If it was words, I could say, you know, kilo, Q8. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to give you one more round each. Go. Of K. Of K. Okay, hang on. Stop then. Does okay. it have to be... Th- this? Can I just say this five-second thing is really quite stressful, stressful. isn't it? Stressful, isn't it? It's good, yeah. though. Right, you're five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Things beginning with K now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's thrown to Matt. Matt, go. I can't think of anything. I'm Cake. out. Cake doesn't begin with K. Cayman. That begins with C as well. Um, if it was oh, C, we'd be laughing. Go on then, Gendo. Three things beginning with Ooh. K. Go. Kickers. Five, four. Kickers isn't a thing. Kites. Three, and two, k- one. <sighs> Kites was, was obvious. I was going to say kicking. Well, that's Kicking's not a thing, is it? It is kind of a thing. All right, no points for that. Okay, Matt, we go to you first. 
for the next one. Oh, is this? So five? this is official because that was Tim's question then. So oh, this yeah. is officially your question. Oh God. Uh, Suddenly, I'm really quite stressed. All right. I thought we were just five a nice quiz. Five seconds to name three things with pedals. Bikes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, thrown to Tim, and you can't have bikes. Go. Okay. Trikes, pedalos, cars. Good. Wow. Point stolen. Wow. Well done. Oh, flipping. You've, it. you've revealed my Achilles' heel. That's here. not good under five-second pressure. <laughs> <laughs> right, wow. Matty, come on. The K ones really are. That's Pedalo. Pedalo is good. Pedalo is good. What next question? Yeah. Your All wife's right. calling. Oh, she is. Let's get Lucy on. It's probably not. It's probably Sunny Day. Hi, Sunny. Hi. Are you okay, mate? Yeah. I, um, um, Uncle said, I just phoned you. Um, because in the first time. Yeah. In the, in the first trip. And, and, uh, and you win this weekend. Oh. I know he had my phone. So just so we, so for the for the, in case this does make the podcast, Sonny's settled in. I mean, he's gone in his bedroom with Lucy's phone. He's sat on the bed. He's turned the light on. You say hi to Uncle Matt and Uncle Gendo. Hi, Sonny. He's hi. Lo- hi, Sonny. <laughs> We're recording our Christmas podcast. Dad. Yes, mate. I made my own bed. Oh, oh legend. Wow, that's good, isn't it? Good man. Absolute legend. Look at that. Wow. Let's go sideways so we get a full look at it there. Oof. That's good, mate. Good work, Sonny. How was your hearing test today? Because you had your hearing test, didn't you? Because you're going a bit deaf in one ear. Yeah, I can only hear that ear. All right. And so what did the doctor say? Pretty cute, isn't it? Okay. Well, that's him. okay, don't worry. That's alright. This is his brummy accent as well. That's so funny. <laughs> I can't see you because the camera's the wrong way round. Yeah. Flip it round. So listen, do you mind if I leave you for a bit and we'll um I can see you now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, see your head now. Yep, can you see me? I'm going to go because we're recording a podcast. Yeah, is that okay? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you're not, you're big, I can see you on my phone. I can see you perfect. You're big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're big on mine. <laughs> All right, listen. You're, you're, you're big on mine. Am I? I'm big on yours. Yeah, you're big on mine as well. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love you and leave you, and I'll call you a bit later when we're finished. Okay. All right, love you, mate. See you, mate. Bye, Sonny. Bye. Bye-bye, mate. Bye, mate. <laughs> we do have beers. Rumbled. Yeah. Rumbled. <laughs> yeah, but mate, don't say anything, yeah? Don't, don't tell mum. Don't tell your mum. Just between us, yeah? Don't tell your mum. <laughs> don't tell mummy. 
Well, right. you, can have, you can have a beer in 14 years, all right. Look yeah. at that grin. Oh, it's in 14 what a years. legend. Who's the statue? Who's the statue? That's Matt Barr. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting watching you. All right, gotta That's, go. Gotta go. Love you loads. That's staying in. Okay. Love you, mate. Oh, that's staying in. That's staying in from like, have you got any? Are you having beers? Right, Who's the statue? <laughs> Who's the statue? That's Matt Barr. That's Matt Barr. It's almost like he couldn't grasp the podcast thing. What a legend. I mean, it's He's like he didn't such care a about the podcast record. Um, all right. What a legend. My question. <laughs> what does NFT stand for? Ooh. Uh, oh, I think Sonny I know. Sonny probably knows this. NFT, I know what it is. It's the digital thing, isn't it? But I don't know what it stands for. I'm going to go for, <laughs> and it's going to be wrong, non-fungible token. I'm, I'm going to give you that. Non, non. I'm going to give you that. It's close enough. Non-fungible oh, token. Non-fungible. Yeah. I'm going to give you that. just about to say yes! non-fungible token as well. <laughs> non, what does fungible mean? Uh, what does it mean? Holdable? Um, no, like uh, deletable, dele- I think. Oh. Yeah. Scrubbable. Get rid of Get rid of Why can't you delete it? It's digital. Uh, I think the whole point is that, like, it's supposed to be the original thing. So, uh. did you see the other day, so NFTs, did you see the other day a guy that's his job to put out all of the list load, essentially list some NFT things like pictures or, or JPEGs, <laughs> the whatever podcast taking a very middle-aged turn. Um, <laughs> yeah. He listed it, but he put the decimal point in at the wrong yeah, point. Yeah, he sold a, he sold a £300,000 NFT for £3,000. £3,000. <gasps> yeah. But it was snapped by a bot. So he didn't, he didn't even, it was like sniped, boom. Like it wasn't somebody clicked it, it was just done automatically. Mm. He didn't even have chance to hit cancel and it had been bought, gone. Mm. Yeah. What? That was like a map one day I was at the market in Farringdon and I overheard a man talking to the burger salesman <laughs> saying that earlier that day he'd bought 19 plasma TVs from Argos from the Argos website because they put them up for £9 each. And he went, Legend. Bought 20 of them, didn't I? And they couldn't go back on it. And he was like, just been and picked them up. And they were like, it was on the website, steak on the website. And he got like 20 flipping plasma tellies in I the mean, back of his thing and he was oh telling the burger man God. and I was like what no way <laughs> he went, yeah. he have on the show and said can I have one yeah, yeah he was going to go sell them off well what, oh, what, nice TV again where'd you get it what, burger van what a legend <laughs> got like the burger van but you, he was like yeah they had to they had to do it it was on the website that's pretty legendary Del mm. boy, proper Del boy tackle yeah. yeah Timo what you got question we going again going round again final question alright final question Back to the Olympics one more time for me. Oh. Um, you like this. How many different countries won medals in Tokyo? Oh, man. Like, different. And know, I will say I, this. I, again, I've tried to pitch mine. Oh, like a, No, they're multiple choice. And I will say this, that it's, a, uh, it's an all-time record for the Olympics. Was it 66, 80, 94, 109? saying it's an all-time record. Matt, do you want to go first? I'm going to say 90. Was it 90? What were the options again? Uh, 66, 80, 94, 109. 94. How many different countries? 109 I'm going for. 
Matt's right. It was 94. Oh, finally got a point. 94. Point on the board. Finally got a point. Yeah. Thank God. Um, the teams from Japan, Italy, Netherlands, Brazil, New Zealand, Chinese Taipei and Turkey all won more medals than they had done at any previous games. Huh? Well, there you go. Good mm. fact. On the Olympics, then, just before we get on to Gendel's question, like, what was your highlight personally? You know, because the other thing I noticed was that you were, you had a bit of a pass. You were able to go and see a lot of different events yeah. and stuff. Like, so, uh, you, you, I, so I got... And you had a great ringside seat. So what was your favourite oh, moment? the best ringside seat. Mm. So... Uh, this isn't one. My, this wasn't my moment, but I'll just tell this very quickly. The Olympics, uh, Japan, COVID. You basically you were either in or out, and if you were if you were working, say on I don't know figure skating, if that event ended, you went home the next day. Right. Like whether you were a participant, a coach, yeah. a commentator, a broadcaster, whatever it was. Now I luckily was working on day one or day minus one. So day zero is the Olympic ceremony, and then it goes on. So I was working on day minus one, which is a qualifier, which happens before the Olympics. So I was working on men's skateboarding qualifying, which was day minus one. And then subsequently, my last day was climbing, which was the day before the closing ceremony. So So you got the whole span. I had to be there for the whole span. Which is, yeah, what a privilege. So in in between all those, I did get some days off. But because I had the days off, and because other reporters out there were getting sent home so for instance matt pinson did all the rowing the matt, first week matt oh matt pinson matty boy when they know oh, each matt. other matt not biggest Matthew. hands of any human i've ever seen in my life <laughs> oh my god he got but he got sent home the next day so he would normally do things like hockey yeah. and boxing and things like that well he wasn't around so on my days off they were like what are you doing tomorrow i was like well i don't know i'll probably just uh, great so you can go to women's hockey i was right. like what what? Right. Uh, well, I do. No, but you'll be fine. We'll send you with Southie. Oh, amazing. So there I go. I find myself in the taxi the next morning because you have to get taxis everywhere. And they were like, right, today you're reporting on the women's hockey game, England versus India. Here's your commentator. Here's your, not commentators, but here's your uh, reporting sheet. And you look down and you scan. You're like, right, the last time we beat India was here. This, that, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I got to go to loads of events, which I would never normally go to. Amazing. Incredible. But to go back to it, uh, your question was that I went to the semi-final of the women's flyweight or welterweight, whatever it was, right. boxing. And to be rings... You know when like, you look at the boxing on telly and you see all the people ringside and they're right there? I was there. Oh, my God. You do not believe how hard these dudes hit each other. The women were just like... <laughs> the noise and the thwack of the pads on muscle was just... It was unbelievable. So that was quite a, that was quite a moment to be there and, and, and watch that. Mm. But, but highlight moment, moment of the games, I think might have been Charlotte Worthington's yeah, gold medal. Big, big moment, wasn't it? Brand new trick. And actually I was there in practice when she pulled it for the first time. Right. And nobody had seen it. Yeah. I was watching up in the stands. I was just doing a bit of kind of, a bit of a recce. And I was sitting with um, one of the, with Rich King from British Cycling, and he was like, "Oh, this is you know, keep your eye on this. This is she thinks she's going to do it. Thinks she's going to do it." And uh, they, sure enough, she she tried it, and it was. I don't think she landed it in practice, but the whole place. I mean, there were there were just riders and coaches and and a few media and that, but the place erupted. But you could hear because you because it was empty. You could hear like the. 
Australian coach. She's like, what, she, what did she do? What right. was that? What did we miss? What oh, was that? Oh, wow, right. And so it goes to 360 flip. Oh, and everyone's like freaking out because it had never been seen or never been done before. Amazing. And so that was quite a moment to then... I went back to the BBC that afternoon. I was like, You've got, she's going to win a gold. She's going to win... You know, I was like really like bigging it up and not that sounds really like wanky like I know what I was talking about but basically saying to them do you know what I mean you've got to, you've got to get it on telly because there was only two streams and so you want your sports to be on telly yeah of course yeah. and you're like come well, on put need. it on a chance that she's going to yeah, they probably yeah, yeah. need those stairs though right I mean yeah. you know so that so when people are like they're, they're talking about I put my about... best shirt on I've got a new <laughs> shirt and everything. It's, got, it's broccoli. Come on, I it's went to H&M earlier. Come on, i got my Volcom here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, obviously, she crashed on her first run, trying the 360 flip in the finals. But then to do it on the second run, the pressure, the everything. No, it was a brilliant moment. Like a movie. It was a brilliant it? moment. Yeah. And it was the classic as well. And it, again, me and John talked about this a little bit, but, you know, like, oh, wow, they really like each other. They're all friends. You know, the fact that, like, that whole camaraderie yeah. that came across. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was good. It was great. Yeah. So that, for me, was probably the moment of the games. Well, it sounds like you got, it, you know, quite lucky with the way it panned out because one of the things the athletes all talked about, wasn't it? Because they had to leave as well, didn't they, after their yeah, events? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they all talked about how they missed out on the village and all that because normally they finish, they can all hang out, can't they? And, mm. like, you know that's almost part of the experience by the sounds of it. Um, yeah. So yeah, turned out nice for you then. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Got to go to a load of good, and you know, like I said this before, like going to the first Olympics where snowboard slope style was a part of it and ski slope style, you felt like you were helping to, sounds a bit shitty, but help, like you were showing it to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's... And I, I felt like I was a part of that for this one as well to show skateboarding and, I'm the worst skateboarder in the world, but I love it. And I've always... Got your mini ramp. Got my mini ramp, which I'm terrible at. But, you know, I've always watched skate vids and skate clips and dreamed about being a good skateboarder and watched it. And you know, I felt quite proud to be helping to deliver skateboarding. And, and again, in you know, BMXing in a way. I, I know a lot of BMXers through mine and Gendel's work with Red Bull. We've worked... We've met all the, you know, BMXers, you know, throughout our years of working on things like the Empire of Dirt and all these the old classic LG action sports games out in America and you get to meet a lot of the BMXs and so to to be there when it was showcased to the world and it delivered yeah, yeah. and it did what you knew it was going to do yeah. felt a bit like puff your chest out moment even yeah, though man. I can't skateboard or ride a BMX I still felt quite well, privileged you, to be there well, we've, be all been, we've, all. we've all been plugging away doing this for years haven't we yeah. and, and like trying to kind of represent these cultures in the in the in the right way like for for you know for where we come from and for the mainstream so when you get the opportunity to do that in the right way yeah i can mm. totally get that you know mm. but that's why obviously it's good that it's in sort of safe hands with with you lot you know really because should we talk about the didn't they have Graham Bell commentating on the skateboarding on Eurosport? I mean, mm. <laughs> I mean, that's what can happen. <laughs> yeah, well, he did. So Graham was doing the Olympic broadcast. So, so any country that didn't take their own commentators and would choose to ch take the generic commentators, 
would have Graham. Yeah. I don't even know the other guy's name. One of the, one of my favourite things of the Olympics was watching all the Americans on Twitter going like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Commentating on oh, the skateboarding. Oh, <laughs> Todd no. Richards, I saw. Yeah. Posted a thing going like, "Who is this English guy on the skateboarding?" Well, this is it, and, and, and it was, a few it people. Was, put, it was Graham. A few people confuse it? it for you. I for Ed and Mark. Yeah. So a few people put two and two together, and actually. I got really down on it because it was because I didn't know at the time that's what would happen. So uh, me, Ed, and Mark were subject to quite a bit of a nasty yeah, Instagram a post you, afterwards, and it was this guy. And I normally it never cuts oh, through. Oh, I remember you posted yeah, that. Yeah, it never cuts through, and I normally don't ever let social media. But this, for some reason, yeah, hit you. Just came. It was like a. It was like an arrow through the through the hole in the arm. Yeah, because well, you're working your ass off, and you've and, tried uh, to do it right, and haven't I felt, you? And actually, I didn't really do much. I, you know, all I did was convey the atmosphere and what it was like and all that kind of stuff. It was Ed and, Ed and Mark doing all the, you know, the hard work. And this guy was like, these guys should be ashamed of themselves and like name-checked us all and da-da-da. And he'd put two and two together and come up with nine. And he'd... Yeah, he'd I read that He post. was listening to He was obviously bailing, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was guy. listening to the wrong feed. And in all fairness to him, I, we, called, we all called him out on it. And he went, he did go back and... Yeah. He tracked and apologised and said that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Gendo. Question, is it not your question now? No, I did uh, NFT, didn't I? That's my oh, three. Yeah. Yeah, so is it me then? Give us your phone. Oh, fucking hell. Five, five second rule. Five second rule. Five second rule. Stressful. Answer the question in five seconds. At least I got a point though. It's really stressful. Matt's got a point. Do you know who's winning at the moment? Uh, it's me, Matt's on one. I'm on two. I'm, you're on two. I'm definitely not winning. I'm on three. You're on three. Non, I got non-fungible token. You got that. True. Okay, you're on three. I'm on two. And Matt's on one. Um, I'm definitely not winning. I'm not very good at this. You round. know, your question, question one, was it like, did you, I can't, I'm just trying to think. Did you say what name was written on the side of the boat or the name? <laughs> <laughs> Let it go. Oh, Let it go. Now. Come on. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Um, Hang on, I'm going to do a little, a little quick. A little okay. quick, little quick. So we keep, carry on. I'm just going to do a little, little selfie. Well, Matt, you got to get ready because if Tim uh, gets this wrong, you can steal. Timo, oh, oh I meant to do on. video. I'm coming around here, so getting the selfie. And now he's filming. Oh, he's filming. I'm filming. I'm filming. <laughs> Did you really just run around? <laughs> <laughs> just shuffled really casually. <laughs> Uh, right five second rule Tim coming to you hit me name three pop groups beginning with the letter B Backstreet Boys Um, time (laughs) Matt go not having the Backstreet Boys Banana Rama um, Billy Bragg Uh, he's not a pop group throwing it back to Tim the Beatles. Ah. Babes are us. No. Boys are us. Matt. Babes in Toyland. No. <laughs> That's a, that, is a band. that is a band. Uh, Beyonce. <laughs> what? Is it boy bands, did you say? Pop bands. Pop acts. Pop acts. Okay, wait there then. Don't press start yet. Let me think. <laughs> I've, I've got one. I've got one. No, I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. Okay, Matt, go. Beach Boys. Uh, Beatles. <laughs> Billy Bragg. <laughs> Stop saying Billy. Bra- no, Beatles. None of you getting a point. But give me a second. Could have had the Bangles. 
Yeah, great, oh, great band. Great band. Yeah, all right. Okay, okay so, so that's the end of the quiz. So no, no. There's one more for you, Gendel. Matt. One more for you. Name three acts, Gendel. Pop acts. <laughs> Beginning with the letter M. Go. M people. Five, four. Michael Jackson. Three, and <laughs> you can't two, have that. I can't one. Billy Bragg. And You're dead. Not- Dead. <laughs> dead. He's dead. They're well, all dead. Two at least. Go on then. Final question. No, you're not having, you're not right, having Michael this is Jackson. This a good one. If I cut off Billy Bragg, you're not having Michael Jackson. Okay, I'm not taking a point. Right. This is to you first, Matt. Oh God. You should be able to do this. <laughs> you you've got the you've got the ability in your brain to do this. You should be able to do it. No pressure. Name in five <laughs> seconds three books made into films. Uh, Oliver Twist. Uh, all pretty horses. Um, Time throwing to Tim. Titanic, <laughs> Demolition Man. <laughs> Demolition <laughs> Man. No, throw to Matt. <laughs> Titanic. <laughs> what was that? Not a book. Grapes of Wrath. Go. Grapes of Wrath in cold blood. Uh, I can't think of any more. Time back to Tim. Brokeback Mountain. Yes. Mean Girls. <laughs> Last of the Mohicans. Boom! That's, yes! That's, I'll give him two of them. That, that's actually, yeah. Wasn't Mean Girls? Mean Girls wasn't a book. <laughs> no, but Last of the Mohicans. And, <laughs> okay. I mean, my favourite answer is definitely Titanic. <laughs> Titanic. <laughs> but he said Titanic so confidently. Was that not like a book first? A... No. no, that actually happened. It was just Did a it? real life thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why don't you just go with the, Pete, with the Peter Bench at Jaws, Jurassic Park? Oh, and another Michael Crichton, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Good one. Man, so no who won? points. Do you know who what I should have said? Harry Potter 1, 2, 3. Yeah. I would have given you if one. If you were a twat, you, you would have said that, yeah. But, you know. So in the, in the second-hand bookshop today, when I bought your house builder Bible, yep. I, went, I walked in, and as I walked in, I looked. Harry Potter's there on the top shelf. I was like, oh, they've got all the Harry Potters. Now, you know what I'm about to say, don't you? No. Nope. Harry Potter first editions can fetch anywhere up to 10 thousand pounds probably more right so do you know how you tell a harry potter first edition you open up the front cover well first and foremost it's got to either be it's got to be the 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 graphic the not the picture like a a cartoon drawing oh yeah soft back soft cover soft case what's it called paperback Paperback. right (laughs) (laughs) that's the one i'm I'm starting to get a little worried about your gig (laughs) can't remember from now on yeah (laughs) then you open it up it's got to be printed by bloomsbury yeah so you see bloomsbury on the on the first part so i'm i'm like checking them off you're like you're in your antiques roadshow i'm literally going and then on the inside, the copyright dates have to be 1997. It was 1997. I was like, oh my God. And then you scroll down and there's a list of numbers and it's got to read 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Because that means that the number one, it was in the first run, the first print editions. Boom. It was 59 to 50. Uh, Wasn't the not, first edition. Not worth no, no I probably say someone had drawn a penis in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Christian Stevenson, um, we were going up to work on a uh, Kerrang radio show, and Naya used to buy the first edition Harry Potter books, but this was book six, seven, eight, whatever. Um, so he pulled out his Harry Potter book six, and he was like, "Dude, look at this! Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part six. <laughs> and I ripped the page out, the last page out, and ate it for him. Oh, yeah, was that a first edition? That was a, he reckons it was a first edition. Wow, 
But that's how it went down at Kerrang. But they're not worth that much anymore. But it's all about the story, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah all about the story. It wasn't actually my my gag that that was one of Nathan Gallagher's old mates. Well, we better wrap it up, boys. You've got a, you've got a gig to do. We've got some burgers to eat. So uh, who won the quiz? Did you win? First point. Who won the quiz? I think Tim. Won. I definitely didn't win. Three, two, one. Yeah, I don't know. First, second, I third. squeezed it somehow, but I I, I won on your five second yeah. game, which is. Yeah, I don't like the five second game. No, too, no, you didn't, mate. Too stressful. Could yeah. you tell? It's yeah, good, don't it? Um, all right, we, fine. We got we got ten. We got a bit longer. We don't have to go yet. Well, we got <laughs> mate. He wants to get rid of mate, you. you. What are you talking go? about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you were on the clock. You know, I thought nah, we had. We, a, got, we, we can had stop a, at seven. Well, I was going to say the, uh, the, the 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 other traditional part of the Christmas podcast is you boys normally ask me a few questions. Oh yeah. All right. So you know. Five second rule. Then here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Matty. Let's let's play grill, Matty. Um, what's coming up next year? What's the, what are you looking forward to? What's next? coming up next year? Um, what generally? Well, work wise. That's first. a shit question. Not really. Let's go in real hard. Do you like your podcast anymore? Or are you well over it? Do I like the podcast anymore? How many episodes well? have you done? I don't even know. I've not listened to them all. Sorry. Um, with the bonus ones and the type two ones, probably about 200, I reckon. You know how when you go, oh, this was a much sought after episode. This is, you always go like, oh, this guy's been, I've been trying to get podcast, him for ages. Pod, podcast bingo, yeah. Podcast bingo. Yeah. What are you, who, who are you, st- who have you still not got? Who's the, give us the, could just say the name. Who, who? do you want? Is it a Sean White? Is yeah, it someone like that or a Tony Hawk? Or is it, a good, no, I don't know about them types because I think with them, like it only kind of works if they have listened to it and they kind of know what to expect, really. You get it. Yeah. I think that's why, you know, everyone always goes on about Jamie Thomas. Well, I think the reason that that kind of was so good is because he like listened to it. He'd, you know, he kind of knew, like, you know, he, he, he turned up, with a with a kind of like approach to it, yeah. But I've done a few with quite famous people where, you know, obviously they just don't know what it is. They're just a bit like, oh yeah, okay, I'll do this thing, and then they just kind of put out the old stock answers and stuff like that. So one of the things I decided this year was to like not really worry about that so much. Like you know, kind of because it's a bit of a temptation to be like, oh fuck, I should really like speak to famous people and you know, because they do bring in more listeners, obviously. Mm. Um, but I kind of thought this year, well, I'll sort of please myself a bit more, really, and just focus on like what I think are going to be like interesting conversations and stories. But in terms of people, um, I mean, Ben Powell, who I spoke to this year, which is one of the things I definitely gave that whole spiel. Like, I mean, I, yeah, like I, I it was five years I've been asking Ben, or four years or whatever. Um, good episode, wig. Most popular episode of the year, that one. Ben um, Powell was. Yeah, by miles, yeah. Um, excuse me, Wig, Wig Warland from Sidewalk, somebody I've been trying to go on for a, a long time. What's Probably, he doing now? He still, he still shoots a bit of skating. I think he does more commercial stuff right. these days. It's a good question, that. Like, Come on, what you, answer mine. What you, oh, what like, what you? Je, je, no, so Rowley, I've, oh, no, Ed Templeton I've tried to get on. Ah, oh, wicked. Yeah, but he's like... Turn me down loads. Like, Has it? Yeah, and I've had like intros from friends and 
um, yeah, he's just not he's just not bitten, really. He's someone I'd really like to speak to. Yeah. What was your question? Well, I, I want to know what you are excited about next year, if there's anything. Well, I've been Great try- question. Thanks, man. Yeah, well, I've been trying to, right like, I've been, you know, I've had this idea for a live event for a long time, like, not since... You talked like, about this last year? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to try and do that this year. All right, okay. Yeah. Uh, I've got this idea for like a media apprentice thing, mm-hmm. like which I want to do, which is to like hold a contest to offer like people an episode of the podcast, like so. Oh, to to host it. Well, to, like you know, just just to, just to try and get a good idea. Okay. Like so, if, so you know, if, if people are out there like looking for a way into the industry or looking for a way to get into like media, for example, you know, like is. I'm sure we all know loads of people that are, that are looking for an in. You know, it's quite difficult these days, isn't it? So I really want to hold spin off, hold a con- well, no, just like because you can just put a podcast out, like whatever, like yeah. just do it as like a bonus episode okay, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like, do do a contest, and then you know, like an idea, like what's the idea? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to do an episode about? Like, would it be a documentary? Would it be a, a an interview? And if it's a good enough thing, like I'll help them do it and and put it out on my podcast. So yeah. I, I really want to do that because I think that's quite a nice idea. I think that could yeah, be definitely. quite could be quite cool, you know. And then if if it came to it, like get a panel involved, like get people to judge it, and it's one of them where like I could just sort of do it, but if I got a brand involved, it might it probably. Be bit better wouldn't it yeah because you know, i'd want to pay the person i'd want to like give them yeah it'd be really nice be a, yeah you know what i mean like yeah, just yeah. do so i'm pretty stoked on that mm. like i'd like to like to do that and then for episode 200 which will come up next year um i'm gonna do a documentary basically like i'm gonna do i want to do documentaries for like the milestone episodes for like episode 200 250 300 like whatever like i want to do like more like a cl- kind of classic like radio documentary about like key moments in action sports history so i'm gonna do that yeah, next that's year good. um so like maybe you know uh tom penny at radlands you know for example like you know oh, like, like the classic sort of slipping s- over the box s- and the front side session you know yeah. like and interview everybody that was there like everyone that shot it and like put together like a thing which is like riddle me this then this is the, the question that i asked you at the airport in finland you and jono i'm gonna ask you the same question you know no, I, right. he, he won't have the vegan burger without the mayor no okay not that question <laughs> oh, right, okay. so imagine okay think of like the Netflix documentaries that are coming out now yeah like of, 14 Peaks you've seen yeah, that yeah like great movie I watched that, that I watched it's that on the way back yeah. things that, that go really deep into moments in history right? yeah like the uh, oh god what was the shuttle called the Challenger. Never. The Challenger. That was the great. Challenger. Okay, so that, that was great. example, Challenger, everyone can kind of remember it, but that was really explained exactly yeah. the, the ins and outs of it. What would be your dream, let's keep it in action sports, your dream moment where hypothetically you could get hours of footage from around that thing? Well, this is kind of the idea. I know, but... but yeah. Yeah, so do that. So, but you, so you would club it together from people's retelling the story yeah like i'm thinking obviously it's a podcast so i'm thinking like you know, be, that, yeah. that audio format yeah word of mouth uh i mean i did a thing on instagram stories where i asked people like what they felt like were the most iconic moments in action sports and i was trying to 
that, that was what that was about, like to join. Mm. A bit of a yardstick. Yeah, just, just to, to see what people... What did they say? What are the ones coming up? Um, what did they... Ingemar Vatman's backside actually, air. Yeah, Ingemar's backside air. I think I've actually Peter saved Lyons it on my... Backside rodeo. We're all going snowboarding now. I think what I else would it be? saved it on my profile, actually. Yeah, Matt, Ho- Matt Hoffman's air on a BMX on that quarter I'm try pipe. and find it, because I definitely saved it. But, uh, moments, here we go. It so insane. Ingemar's air, Greg Knoll at Makaha, Tony's 900, Matt Hoffman, first ever mega ramp, Jenny's yeah. bronze, um, the read and destroy golden years. That's kind of cool. I could get that. Um, the first Donna pass half pipe session, you know, there's that famous session where like Kidwell does the first McTwist and the first yeah, backside yeah. five. Gons Gap, Laird's wave at Chopu, John V. Kelly, Tahiti, Tom Penny, San Diego chain session, Penny's winning run at Radlands, John Cardial, Marseille Bolt. Like, you know, there's loads of them. Like, no so, mention of Jim Rippey's cab five, no grab off that cliff in TB4. No. Danny Way, Great Wall of China. Yeah. Mm. Kelly versus Machado, high five. Jeff Clark surfing Mavericks the first time. You know, like Evil Can Evil, Caesar's Palace. Well, that's pretty sick, isn't it? So there's loads of them in there, yeah. basically. Um, so yeah, I'm going to do that for episode 200. I'm going to, cool. I'm going to pick one and then do like a, like a proper documentary about it We're rather than like interview Ed again. Yeah. yeah. Much as I love you, Eddie. <laughs> no doubt. It'll be a sound. But you know, it's, but you, you say like, is it boring? Essentially that's the question that he's still into it. And I think that's kind of like what's behind the idea really. Cause I kind of do want to do something that's a bit more like, you know, just just try and freshen it up a bit. Something that keeps me interested. Something that's people will would be stoked on. So mm. it's the fine line between a format that people know and love, and that, that what they get used to. Li- I guess it's because listeners like like to be familiar with something. It's like a it's a comfort blanket, isn't it? And well, it's having known the same thing and keeping you stimulated. And do you know what though? The, the, the whole thing is whether you're a snowboarder, skateboarder, surf, BMX, whatever you whatever you poison. The bottom line is we all love geeking out. Yeah, exactly. About it, it's we a geek all fest. love chatting it's about a geek fest. Exactly. what we love and those little bits and those intricacies and those. Well, if, that's uh, what we love, no matter the sport. And we can all sit down, but we all we're also very. Um, what's the word I'm after? Respectful of each other's. Yeah, you know, I'm the I'm a terrible surfer. I, literally the world's worst ever but I well respect their and yours and everyone you know I know you boys surf is that you know when you want to froth out and geek out about your little one footers at <laughs> shit pipes you know it's, I'm, I'm happy with that because I know <laughs> how much it means to you that's very spot, spot the man spot the spot guy someone never, didn't really listen to the mate, podcast mate doesn't listen to the podcast no he? like showed, but, his, showed his ass there a bit didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean it's, for me that's the cheers Tim I appreciate that you're welcome yeah um <laughs> But that's the that's the thing. It, it's it's if you're into oh god, if you're into action sports, and we mentioned this in Finland a f- couple of days ago, we're from a time where if you wore a Vans T-shirt and you spotted someone else with a pair of Vans yeah, exactly. on, it was like, dude, exactly. you throw the shacker, and that was it, wasn't it? Do you know I, I, mean? I kind of got that idea actually from listening to a a documentary on uh, Joy Division and New Order, which is like a podcast, which was like an eight episodes, like you know proper in-depth documentary about and it had everyone in it you know it had all the people behind factory records and like and it you know i was like you know i'm like with music like what's that called 
uh, it's called Unknown Pleasures. It's on Spotify, and oh, it's 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 absolutely good. brilliant. You know, it's so good. And I was like, yeah, fuck, you could definitely do one of these on action sports. Have you been but, watching Get Back? No, because I've not got Disney Plus, but I do really. Drop my login. Yes, yes. That's how I've been watching it. I've been yeah. using his login. Is it as good as everyone says it? I is? love it. Yeah, I love it. Well, yeah, I, I just because I hear it's so good because you're actually watching. The, cr- the you know the, the creation cr- the cr- of the songs because the bit you know the bit with McCartney writing get back in like a yeah, minute you've heard about that that's the bit that everyone goes on about but yeah. I'll tell you this though can I just say whole, can I just yeah, say on, one, one of the bit like the, the other bit I hear is like when Billy Preston turns up yeah and it's like, amazing and, and suddenly ties it all together yeah. and they're all like and he's 22 and he's like the nicest guy just the happiest like and he just he just gives them energy to yeah. get going again they'll all like yeah, really, step it up yeah but you know that's kind of the thing we're talking about isn't it because same with like stuff like Riding Giants, like Dogtown mm. and Z Boys. It's similar territory, isn't it? You know, like a, about kind of enshrining the stories that we yeah. all geek out on and that we all yeah. grew yeah, up with. Yeah. yeah. So I can get you login, yeah? Well, I was going to say, but the, <laughs> the main thing is when you're looking at a long form content like this and you're looking at something that, that means so much to some people, there's just make sure you watch it on the right account. Don't go ruining the algorithms of Sonny and Ren, right, by watching. Because <laughs> yeah. they're, you know, they're into, like, Paw Patrol. They won't like that. They've got yeah. PJ Masks. They don't want, you know, your yeah. fucking Beatles getting back popping they, up on their they, they algorithms. Won't, they won't want that, so. no. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm hyped. You like it, Matt. It's I'm, good. I'm hyped to watch that. Fuck that, while you there, watch Moana. Have you seen Moana? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm sure I've said this before, but when I was in Australia, I'm... So, oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. you did. Made him watch Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, yeah. this is with the kids. Shit, mate. It's not Moana. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Um, well, I think I speak on behalf of all the listeners, uh, you out there, that when I say, Matty, thanks for your podcast. <laughs> thanks for listening, year. Tim. Yeah. Love it, mate. Love all of them. <laughs> uh, I like the John, the John Taylor episode, was really good. Yeah, well, he I've was got just a fucking dead good mention in that one. He Did was you? just stoked, yeah. wasn't he? I mean, what a, what legend. a legend! Yeah, absolute yeah. legend. Yeah, it was so fun doing that because, as I said at the time, another podcast bingo. Oh, it's so nice to do these in person. You know, yeah, um, yeah. that is one thing actually about coming up to two hundred episodes. Like, you do repeat yourself. There's no way around it. I don't. Yeah, think. but the, you just again, gotta make it. He'll tell you the familiar. Yeah, people people go. Oh, you know, they've talked about this the before, but I know that because I'm a regular listener. The hits. Yeah, you know. That's all right. I'm sure we've harped on about the same stuff on this episode. Yeah, but like you say, we mentioned our podcast yet. We've got a podcast. Yeah, uh, dead good. Our... What's that about? <laughs> it's called Mate. <laughs> <Mate. laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, every weekend's going off in it, Tim. Mate, mate the stats. The stats what are, we are 50 f- 50 but with the stats of my it. dad did our intro today. Well, yeah, that's how we're scraping the bed old Steve <laughs> for people to do intros for us. Um, you got to get Sonny on there. Link in the show notes. Link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Show Matt will put the link in the show notes to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Thank boys. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, yeah, Matt. Thanks for having us again. Yeah. Are no. we got the most... Are we on, uh, have we we're done the, the best most now? We this out, have we? we done the most out of anyone now? Oh, yeah. yeah. We are the best. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're we're better than there. Eddie, aren't we? Yeah, you are, yeah. Yeah, been better than Big I think Eddie. Phil might have. No, you'll be equal with Phil now. Oh, f- yeah. All right. Well, next Christmas we'll. Well, Eddie's we'll out now. Knock. Eddie's not on episode two hundred. Oh, so. Sorry, Eddie. Yeah. When is episode two hundred? I guess it'll be probably in the summer. Yeah, I think so. Why is, is he not on episode two hundred? Because I'm going to do this new idea. Oh, you are. It's a fuck, yeah. Eddie. 
Wasn't really listening. No, you're right. Talk. The radio will be on there. Ed will be like, do you want any voiceover for that, Matty? I can do, I'll do some narrating for you if you want. I've got a really good microphone at home. Yeah. What, in... In, in New Zealand, in my mega house? In Waco. <laughs> in, in, in Waco. In, uh, in the compound. Wanaka International Airport Terminal 3. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to, like, fucking hole them up with a load of assault rifles. <laughs> Eddie, build the studio, the sound podcast studio. Grow a beard, Eddie. Oh, Get some of those on. little glasses. Yeah, you'll be... Yeah, anyway. the, worst, the, the best thing is, Eddie has basically built He's he's built a house to hurt himself as over the next. <laughs> yeah, he's basically going to spend the next nine months hurting himself, breaking a leg on the trampoline. Then he'll yeah. do something on the skate ramp. Then he'll do. Yeah, and then when the FBI come in, they yeah. can uh, put the barricades up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, cheers, boys. Merry Christmas. Thanks, man. Merry Christmas, mate. Merry Christmas. Merry Matty. Christmas to everyone. So there you go. That was me, Tim, and Gendal for our 2021 festive special, and I hope you enjoyed it. I had a brilliant time, as I'm sure you could probably tell, and stuck around to watch their famous first words show afterwards, which was also absolutely brilliant. Now, I've seen Tim and Gendel do this show many, many times now. And as discussed in the podcast, they always kill it. But it was really next level, this this show. I've, I'm not seeing him for a while, probably pretty much due to COVID. Um, but yeah, it, it was always good, but they've really, really stepped it up a notch. I think they've just, the match fit. They know what they can handle any crowd and it was absolutely hilarious. Um, so if you've not seen them do this, then I really do implore you to check it out. You can find them at Tim and Gendel over at Instagram where they, um, you know, talk about their forthcoming shows and you can see what's going on. Uh, a couple of other quick festive housekeeping bits. Yeah, I believe I did get the Ronaldo goal tally wrong. Um, and yes, I clearly am shit at quizzes with a time limit. So housekeeping corner. And before recording this, I'd look at last year's festive housekeeping corner, which concluded with the line, here's to 2021, eh? What's the worst that could happen? Well, bit of a mixed bag. Can't say I was expecting us still to be in this position a year later, but here we are. And as it is the season for reflection and all that, I've been looking back over the year, as is my want at this time. And, you know, I've got to say, in Looking Sideways World, it has been another amazing year, to be honest. I've had some of my favourite conversations ever. I've been listing my top five episodes over on Instagram at We Look Sideways in the lead up to Christmas, in fact. Type two, my collaboration with Patagonia continues to find a growing and appreciative audience. And we'll be doing it again for another year in 2022. We managed to get, that's me and Owen Toza, our motherfucking book out to amazing reviews. And people actually bought the thing, which was also brilliant. Incidentally, Looking Sideways Volume 1, Print Run 2 is pretty close to being sold out. And once they're gone, they're gone. So uh, if you if you still want to make a late bid, head on over to my website, www.wearelookingsideways.com and click on the tab marked book. And what else was going on? Well, I was asked to be on the jury for the London Surf Film Festival, which was a complete honour. And at the time of speaking, I'm once again on the selection committee for natural selection, another complete honour. I was also part of a group called Opening Up the Outdoors, which included various friends from the outdoor industry, including representatives from most of the biggest brands. We met fortnightly for about eight months this year, during which we 
worked to create a pilot fund for groups seeking to increase representation in the outdoors, which is going to be backed by most of the major outdoor brands and which will be launching next year and at which I'll be covering on a future episode of Type 2. Exciting stuff. Very proud to be part of that, in it, albeit quite a minor way. Um, so keep them peeled for that one. And then there's my day job with All Conditions Media, where I'm lucky enough to work with one of my closest friends and the best team we've ever had, which is going really well which I'm proud to be part of. So, you know, all that's really great. Um, it would also be remiss of me not to address the the fairly increasingly loud chorus of doubt that I've found myself increasingly prone to as this year has drawn to a close. Um, I think these things for me are quite cyclical. Um, I've, I've talked on the podcast before about my feast and famine tendencies, whether that's you know, when it comes to booze, exercise, you know, whatever it is really, I tend to fluctuate between being all in at either end of the scale, really. The older I get, I kind of wonder if this is linked to some kind of animal rhythm that is uh, something you can't escape, really. Um, Because I have noticed over my life that it does come back every now and again. And it's definitely come back towards the end of this year um, which has been an interesting thing to observe and to try and manage on Instagram I posted a quote from my chapter in my good friend Jonathan Weaver's book the anti-blueprint project which said this is the quote good things are created when you're not worrying about whether it's any good or who's going to like it you're just doing it to try and say something truthful in the most original way you can Um, that seemed to really strike a chord on Instagram And the comment from regular listener Steve Cave made me laugh. He said, believe that's the more erudite, reportable version of the brilliant summary you usually employ on this topic, i.e. truth is no one really gives a fuck what you're doing, so just do it. Now, the thing is, I do truly believe that. Um, That's something I've learned over 30 years, really, of, of trying to do creative things in various formats. Um... But even so, last couple of months, I've increasingly found that difficult to remember. I put out a regular weekly newsletter, which is another thing I've been really proud of this year. And as the audience for that has grown um, and become ever more engaged, that's been brilliant. Anyway, in November, I put out a blog on the newsletter called 10 Things I've Learned About Interviewing, in which I said, the other interesting thing about the inner critic is how it evolves when I began my podcast, it preyed on very immediate securities, the sound of my own voice, whether anyone would like the show, etc., etc. Four years later, now that I've been lucky enough to build up an audience of my own, it's shifted to rather more privileged concerns. Why aren't more people listening to this? That episode was amazing. Why aren't, people, why aren't more people downloading it? Should I be doing video? Etc., etc. Now, I'm usually pretty good at ignoring this in a voice of doubt, but for some reason... The last few months I've found it more and more difficult to do so. Why? I mean, who knows how these things work? Like I say, part of me thinks it's almost like a a pattern, a rhythm of life that you just have to be aware of and try and manage. Um, And that, like I say, the fact that I've observed this uh, through my life kind of makes me think it probably will pass uh, it could well be nature's way of telling me i need to stop drinking again for a bit because it's definitely coincided with me starting drinking a bit again um but perhaps it's just part of the human condition perhaps this is what blaze pascal was driving at when he said all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone 
a quote I've been mulling over more and more in recent months and which considering it was it's about 200 years old or probably older in fact is is quite an incredible prediction of social media really um I mean it could just be the fact that the natural progression of any creative idea is that it passes very quickly from novelty to familiarity to oh yeah that thing I mean I think that's why I'm enthused about the new ideas I chatted about to the boys in this episode and obviously last year's festive special as well and why I end up doing stuff like Instagram lives putting out books blogs newsletters etc just to find ways of keeping life interesting and fresh anyway I don't want to be too I'm not trying to come across as too downbeat at the festive special but I do think it's important to document the moments of doubt as it is the successes and the good times. Um, it can't always be relentlessly positive and slightly disingenuous Instagram updates after all. Anyway, if you've supported what I do in the last year by listening to a show, sharing an episode, buying some merch, buying a book, sending me a message, contributing to one of my dickish Instagram story polls, then thanks very much. I mean, it does mean a lot. And if you've enjoyed what I do and have yet to show your appreciation in any of the above ways, maybe now's a good time to do it. I can't overstate how encouraging it is as somebody trying to get themselves up to talking in a microphone for a couple of hours a week when somebody does show some, uh, you know, positive reaction to what you do or makes any kind of gesture to let you know how much they appreciate what you do. Now, I'm very, very fortunate because a lot of people do this. Um, and I just try to say it's very welcome, basically. And, you know, I also it's also why I try and pay it back you know it's why I'm always buying my friends projects try to share as much as possible try and answer as many emails and messages that I receive as I can although that, that has got more difficult this year is that, that that has become I get a lot let's put it that way it's why I always try and contribute to the kickstarter project and all the rest of it because as my pal Lauren McCallum says in which I'm very fond of quoting on the podcast we get the scene we make and it starts with this type of tiny extremely significant gesture anyway i'm looking forward to exploring like i say some of those new ideas in 2022 looking sideways live the looking sideways media apprentice thing the documentary stuff that i'm talking about we'll see where they lead as myself and owen discussed in episode 150b i do think you need to generate a lot of ideas to keep things interesting and to see which one sticks that's what i'm going to keep doing um to see if i can keep things fresh for me and you in 2022 all right, I think that's it. Probably was a bit downbeat, but you know, don't make any apologies for that. Um, like I say, got to be truthful in these things. So I'll say nice one and I'll be back next week. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.